What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I am one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer. It Nick threw you off there for a second. It did because you're not right there for me to touch. I like you. You can. I like you. You, too. Got, you got a long wingspan. But, but uh, you got to do like this and push Carboni out of the way, and then you touch it like this. Yeah. Carboni doesn't mind. Yeah. No. Over here, Anthony Carboni, returning guest, Anthony Carboni, Woo! returning champion. What's up? Still drinking your gruel. Yeah, drinking all What's my this? space powder. <laughs> a couple what? things going on here that I don't appreciate. <laughs> one, sure. You kept the sticker on that. That just that bothers me. Do you know what? It looks yeah, like. Do you know why? It looks like one of those stickers that's going to be hard to get off. And there's if there's one thing I hate more than a sticker on something I own, it's that sticker oh, gunk. The residue. Mm-hmm. Sticker gunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you should want people to know that this but, is a blender bottle brand product. It is. BPA free genuine. That's right. Genuine. Ain't gonna have that cancer genuine. leaching Ride into my pony. skin. Ain't gonna have the aliens listening to my thoughts or whatever the fuck it is we. That's covered. what BPAs we don't use do. BPA mm. for. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. Did you know I'm from Long Island? I did know that. It's it's more interesting when you meet somebody who's from Long, uh, Long Island that you didn't know that about. I'm they from Corum all the time. Are you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Quorum, New York, yeah. I'm from Brookhaven. No shit. Yeah, that's so weird. Quorum's I, right next like right next to Brookhaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. It's the Selden Center each uh, metropolitan area. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I was only there until I was like seven. I'm oh. not like, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, right? See, he got out and made something Your of himself. That's why he doesn't have to promote himself. Center Mariches. What? Yeah, no. I just perked up so much. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh, You've he, never liked Anthony Carboni till right now. No, now I like Anthony Carboni. All a lot. of a sudden we get along like gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Over there, the pure one, Tim Gettys. Do you know what the date is right now? In real life or in the in, life of people in watching real life, this video? Not on the day that this video is going live. The 9th. Today's December 9th. I was peeing. Oh, I know what this is going to be. Go ahead. Do, do you? Yeah. Two oh. years, right? This is the two year to the day anniversary of the Game Over Greggy show. No wow. shit. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Back then, Anthony Carboni wouldn't give us the time of day. Now he's a two-time guest. There That's we right. Go. That's Things right. Happen. Things were different then. Fortunes change, my I friends. Love, I love when People you rock the mic. People rise and they fall. I like this a lot. I have a, I have a stick mine. I'm over here. Wait, hold on. Rise and fall. Yeah, Ooh. man. Who rose and who fall? Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you coming down to our level or... I think I think we going there, I think we level. passed like two ships. Okay. Okay. No, you guys have always been kind of kind of faces of different things. So you've sure, always been kind of, of up things. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like to think we're all things. growing together. You are a yeah. face of a lot of we're things. All growing together. A lot of I things. think it was like a nice Me? little like yeah. we met somewhere and now we're just like now we're besties in a yeah, dangerous yeah. Space, we just so. move. Great yeah. game. Don't be don't be pimping games. But they're good games. It is a good game. Yeah. If you didn't know each and every week, the Game Over Greggy Show comes to you on Friday over on Patreon.com slash Funny. When you toss us a few bucks, if you have no bucks to toss, you head over to YouTube.com slash Funny, where we break it up topic by topic, day by day, before we post the entire show for free as an MP3 and video. What is the show? It's simple. Four, sometimes five best friends gather around this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. I, don't feel, I know it's been a couple weeks. I know it's been a couple weeks, but you still kind of smell like Jeff Keighley. <laughs> when you are in the air of video game royalty and become the trending gamer, it sticks with you. When do you two have to fight to the death? By the way, no, 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 no. That's Probably soon. No, Probably no. Soon. I thought it was a Highlander situation. No, it's not a Highlander situation. About it. You get the knowledge of Cosmos. I don't know. Anthony Carboni seems like a Highlander situation. No, he threw you off of your intro. Which threw me off of the, the table. I was like, you didn't shit. think I'd get back to the table, oh, pal, but worried. I did. I was worried. Luckily, I've only to, been doing it for there. two years. Yeah. So when I mix paragraphs up, I can get back to yeah. him. No I never missed deal. one. He's a pro. I'm never planning on missing one, Greg. Thank you. Now, back to your point. I like to think that Je- when it comes to like video game people and whatever, mm-hmm. Jeff right now is the emperor. Yes. And I get to be Vader. 
You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. He still outranks me by quite a bit, but I'm the one out there doing the dirty work, getting the awards and stuff. But he's off in the wings, shooting lightning at his hands. Yeah, he's the puppet master. He's attack. He's like lightning Konami to death over there. It's Does that mean awesome. Kevin gets to be Darth Maul? He's too Canadian and benevolent to be the emperor, though. Like oh, he's sure. the nicest guy. Well, in the I'm world. a nice guy too. Well, but you're oh, kind right. of a Vader. No, you're I'm kind of a Vader. <laughs> you're a little I bit of an I do so. hate sand. He could turn at any moment. <laughs> Oh, Anthony Lord. Carboni, topic number one is who the hell is Anthony Carboni? Because wow. I was looking back <laughs> at the Broad last topic. Game Over Greggy show you were on, and we brought you in as a guest. You were, you were, Colin was gone, you were here, you were talking, and we talked about your wedding, but we didn't give like a... I, I don't know your origin story. I don't know how you got to where you are now. Because you're you, you, for the longest time, you know, you're just some doomed kid. Doomed planet, last hope, kindly farmers. Tale as old as time. Yep. <laughs> but no, it's one of those things where... I remember you always being around, and then you just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more popular and more popular and more popular, and now you're hosting the premiere of Star Wars. Yeah, that happened. So at the time this came, at the time this is coming out, that happened. Yeah, right for you now, it hasn't happened. For, for me, it has not happened, and I'm freaking out about it. Um, Are you really? But yeah, yeah I'm a, sure. Yeah, it's a big deal. Sure, what does that entail? You're a pro. You're a pro. Yeah, of yeah. Course. Walk us through this. You walked me okay. through it a little bit earlier, but this is a fascinating thing that you have that you've committed yourself to doing. Sure. Time out before the show goes any further. I'm sorry. I, I want you to. I, you're the guest, so you get to tell me. Do I have pit stains? I'm wearing a gray shirt. Uh, yeah, am I all pitted not out? Yet, gross? But you no? will, But I can tell that you will by the end. Because it's, it's hot in here. I am wearing. I specifically you put up. on put on an undershirt because I knew I would have pit stains by the end of this. That's why I'm a See, pro, I, and that's I'm, why I'm, I'm hosting be, the oh, Star got, Wars yeah. red carpet. Mm, get on mm. the mic. Because I know when the pit stains are coming. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, I live in constant fear of that. I had pit stains all through PSX. Mm. If you go back and you watch my interviews, I'm doing like robot arms, like T-Rex yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah. the worst, though. Just like, oh, so it's so good of you to come. Like trying to shake hands with people halfway across a couch with like tiny nasty. Toy Story. See from my perspective, this looks erotic, oddly erotic. Um, I'm sorry, the question was what? <laughs> Did I have pit stains? We've covered a little bit. Great. Yeah. Kevin, at some point, Topic I, want number to, one. I want you pit to army stains. crawl over and you can get me one of the black shoe hay shirts, extra large. Number two, though, what in, what is hosting the Star Wars premiere entail? So, uh, as of right now, it's all sort of up in the air, but I know I know this much. I know that we are we are getting out there pretty early in the day. I believe that we we go out at four, because people are already lining up. People have right now. People started lining On up December 12 days. Yeah. Uh, they started lining up about two days ago. And they already have tickets. Like, tickets are all pre-purchase. But it's one of those things where uh, they just want to be there while the red carpet is happening. They want to be there the moment the door opens. They want to hang out together, you know, um, dressed as Mandalorians. Most yes. of them are Mandalorians right now. Got it. 70% um, <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian right now, probably 20% Stormtrooper. Uh, and then an assortment of other characters, but they're is all. Is there any Wattos? You think? I would dress. I hope so. <laughs> yes, there needs to be a Watto. Did you know Watto? Yeah, probably Brian. Star Wars it's probably character. Brian Altano. Out <laughs> <laughs> there in gray face. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna get there a little bit early. It's gonna be me and Andy Gutierrez from StarWars.com and David W. Collins, who is a voiceover actor who plays basically every classic character in all of the Star Wars animated stuff. Like, if somebody isn't available or can't come back for the animated, like, David can do their voice. He's nice. amazing. Um, uh, I think he's also I think he's also Han Solo in those radio plays that they put out every year at Star Wars Celebration. Um, so he's good. He does all the stuff. He does all of the things. So it's going to be the three of us, and uh, we are literally a stage on the red carpet. And as everybody is coming into this premiere, uh, people who are involved with the movie... Uh, celebrities who have been invited to the premiere, anybody who is there, Andy and I and David 
interview them as they go in. And it's going to be live streaming on StarWars.com, which is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. We will fuck this up. <laughs> Something will go wrong. Oh, of course. Because that's, it is that's live. Just live yeah, that's just live. You can't, you can't put that, self, that, that on you. I say that to set myself free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say that before I do a live thing. I'm like, I will fuck this up in some way. And then I go out and I do the thing. I have been, I've been associated <laughs> with a number of live products. And I thought you were going to say a number of fuck ups. Oh, no. Well, th- I'm getting to that. <laughs> this, of course, this business notwithstanding. We you were the face of the ups. bullet blender for a while, right? It was, yeah. Yeah. That was me. Those were excellent. Uh, it was you and Brooke Hogan. I also, I also used to do, be uh, Billy Blanks' uh, personal assistant. Wow. Yeah. I did his abs. Wow. You, you did, did his those abs. abs. Yeah, I used to do his abs all the time. You're the man behind the abs. Just make them up. You're the kind Emperor of Palpatine of uh, Billy Blanks' abs. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I had Jean-Claude Van Damme on my mind, but Billy Blanks came out for some reason. I don't know why. Um, no, but I mean, look, we've done a lot of live stuff. It, it always goes wrong. It's not when. Yeah. It's not if. It's when. It, that's the way it goes. But just have fun. Yeah, have of fun. course. I mean, it's going to enjoy watching. It's going to be huge. I but mean, here's the thing. You didn't fuck up this. You you did the other Star Wars one, too. I saw you interviewing J.J. Abrams. Yeah. You didn't fuck What's that one up. Like? Yeah. They, um, hey, what does he smell like? Does he smell like gold? He smells like success. Yeah. It smells like success and just a little bit of hair product. Not too much hair product. The right amount. You know what I mean? The right the amount, right of, hair amount of hair product. Rain those curls in. Mm-hmm. That's what he smells mm-hmm. like. Uh, no, that was amazing. That was an amazing time. And I was... That's that's another thing. Like, when I say I'm nervous or I'm going to fuck it up, I mean, that's just like... I'm nervous because it's so exciting. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. This is such a... Like, it's a, like, it is a positive nervousness. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like it feels like throwing a surprise party for a friend or something. Like, sure. like will we pull this off? This is going to be so amazing. I can't wait for this moment, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but your friend is Han Solo. My friend is Han Solo now. Yeah. What's and up? Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> and Chewy. So now we know that. Great. Here's where you are right now. Yeah. Pin in that. Dial me back about twenty-eight years. Wow. Um, You're in Yonkers, New York. Yonkers, yeah, that's me. Yes, it's me and Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a period piece uh, about the blue collar. No, um, I guess I guess I started doing stuff. Like the first thing I did that kind of got me started my career path was I did Attack of the Show for a week. Mm. You remember when they were looking for a new host for Attack of the Show? Mm. They had an open call. I had just moved to New York, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm going to make my way in the big city. I'm going to make my way in the big city. I had just auditioned for the Spider-Man musical. You did not. Yep. The you first, did the not. The first time. The first time they tried to bring it out. Remember, they were trying yeah. to bring it out for like over 10 years before right. it happened. And I moved to the city, and I got like some weird agent that sent people on cattle calls all the time. And he's like, you look like what they're looking for. Go audition for the Spider-Man musical. Couldn't sing. Couldn't dance. But I went and I did it. It was a crushing experience. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got we got to stop there. Yeah, right? I'll, 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 fuck the topic so the, about who are you. I want to know all about the Spider-Man yeah, musical. It's, this is the same musical that where someone like died, right? Like didn't someone fall? To someone hurt themselves real bad. But this was so they were trying to make it for like ten or fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So when I auditioned for it, if there's I one say thing, it if there's like, one property that desperately needs to be a Broadway musical. It's Spider-Man. I still want to see that musical, though, dog. Well, that like sounds a, crazy. Attack the light or something? Yeah. Uh, turn, off turn, the off the turn off the dark. Turn off the dark. <laughs> turn off the dark. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> Broadway's, Idiot. Broadway's Julie Taymor and Bono got together, and they were like, I think we got a handle on this Spider-Man thing. <laughs> if, anybody, if you're going to pick any two people to retell the story of Spider-Man, 
Probably Julie Taymor and Bono. And Bono. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a, it's got to be a rights thing. Someone was like, "Oh, I just realized that Spider- the rights to Broadway Spider Man are up. Let's get them." Yeah, that's it, got that has to have been it. Something was going on. Something was happening. Uh, but yeah, I got sent to an open like a cattle call, and you had to, you know, you had to prepare a you had to prepare a monologue, and you had to read some cold read some lines and. There was like a dance audition, and I didn't know what to do. There's like an episode of Friends where Joey pretends he can dance. Have yeah, you seen that episode? Yeah, yeah. That was me. Okay. That was me. Like, I had to go in and just totally fake it. What do they do, though? They just hit play in a boombox, and you're supposed to like freestyle it and out? And somebody like, leads, and they're like, okay, this is what we're doing. Keep up. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely You're like, not. listen, there's got to be somebody in all of this New York where that just sits around in like at the Daily Bugle. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not Peter Parker. Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm like movie Eddie Brock. I was going to say, you you're know? this guy in the background who also has a camera that the audience infers as Eddie Brock. Yeah. Ex- they expect him the sequel musical. Smarmy and talentless. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was my first thing. And I got sent on like Volkswagen commercials when everybody in a Volkswagen commercial was wearing like my glasses. And oh, you mean like now? Me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff and I was terrible at all of it. And then they had an open call for Attack of the Show for, uh, for a guest host because Kevin Rose was leaving. Um, and I went to the open call and I was like, oh, this is the sort of thing I'm supposed to be doing gotcha. because the audition was like. You would come in and they were like, we want to talk about internet memes. And I was like, yes, please, let's do it. Or we want to talk about comic books. What do you know about this? They gave me like the SATs for dorks. And I was like, I'm ready. I've been ready my whole life. I've been prepping for this test. I felt like this was my last Starfighter moment, right? Where it was like, (laughs) this shit was useless. And now I'm the king of the world. Um, (laughs) So I went out and I did a week of Attack of the Show. Uh, It didn't work out. Um, They, they kind of the three guys that they brought out to sort of be the guest host got kind of like, no, sorry, we've decided to go another way. And that's when they got kind of bought by E and they brought in Olivia Munn and kind of swapped up the show. Um, but I kind of came back and I was like, dude, I want to keep doing this. How do I keep doing this? And so I started uh, an internet show um, about indie games called Bite Jacker, um, which was pretty big for a little while. Like in the indie community, I mean, this was like 2000. 2006 when it was like wait a minute you can download games that weren't made by giant corporations like what are these games what are they like and it was just like a review show and like weird sketch comedy show about indie games that's awesome yeah and revision 3 saw that and moved me out to california and i you know helped them create rev 3 games uh and then helped them create d news and hard science and all the stuff after they got bought by discovery and uh that's that's basically it. But then you left that. You left Discovery. You yeah. left San Francisco. I did. And you went to L.A. I went to L.A. Uh, you got a go- dog named Dagger. I got a dog named Not Dagger. The best so dog cool. in the I got world. drunk on my birthday and bought a dog with, with my ex-girlfriend. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend surprised me with a, uh, with a ride out to wine country on Long Island in the North Fork. And uh, what's up? Does that, do you, do the, do the, <laughs> just college. silently with the fist up. Like, I know what's up. Uh we went we went out to the wineries and uh, we passed a puppy store on the way back a puppy store and we were blitzed and we had been talking about getting a puppy and i found dagger dagger cannonball thunderfang the perfect prince the most beautiful boy in the world and i uh, and his instagram is simply dagger just dagger it's badass was not taken surprisingly <laughs> <laughs> wow um yeah and so we moved we moved dagger down to la me and my fiance now wife and kind of struck it on our own i think it was kind of you know 
when I listen to you guys talk about uh, your thing, I think it was kind of kind of a similar deal where it was like I'd been creating a lot of stuff for a lot of other people, and it mm-hmm. was it was a great time, and I learned a lot. But you kind of get to this point where you're like, oh, this is all I can do here. Yep. There's there's nowhere else for me to go here, and it's kind of a bummer because like these people are you know I, I worked there for four years. I mean those people were like my friends and family, and it's mm-hmm. like, but if I stay here, I'll just be doing this forever. And there's nowhere to kind of move up. So sure. kind of had to go, you know. So when you went down to L.A., I mean, did you know that you, you were striking it out in this, I guess, independent hosting thing? Or did yeah. you think that, D, you know, DLC was going to be the real thing that you're going to focus on? Um, I think you mean we have concerns. DLC no. is Jeff Kanata's. Aren't you Jeff Kanata? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, Jeff. I mean, I'll take it. No, no, no. I mean, I think anybody would take uh, being mistaken for Jeff Kanata. Good job, Greg. He's very tall. He's, he's beautiful. He's yeah. a beautiful man. Those piercing baby blues of his. Um, yeah, I just kind of, I went down to LA and I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Cause I had already hosted uh, E3 for, for Sony. Right. Um, while I was working at Discovery, which, you know. Sure, that was, went over well. Was, yeah, it was a little rough to, to navigate and you negotiate. You get dragged into a couple meeting rooms for that one? Yeah, I mean, everybody was actually very supportive, but it was kind of like. It was more about like we can't let the mothership know that we're letting you double dip. You know what I mean? Because mm. everybody was very much on my side. They're like, "This is a great opportunity. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do this? How do we hide from the corporate office that you're doing this? <laughs> like, not, how many people watch that? <laughs> how many people watch? Not, that? Yeah. Yeah. Three, three. not, big, not a big deal. deal right? Three for Sony is like what? Like twenty people watch that? Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. There's a couple people in the audience. Too, um, it's me and Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watch you and Colin at PSX, and we just all watch each other. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, so I was kind of like, all right, well, the last big chance I took was leaving New York to move to San Francisco and it worked out great. So, okay, close your eyes and jump. Like, let's see what happens. Uh, and after Sony, I got asked by the BBC to host the Doctor Who 50th anniversary. And then, which was like, like I showed up, like I showed up with my own bow tie and celery for my lapel. And they were like, like I came with celery wrapped in wet paper towels so it would stay fresh and i was like this is for my lapel can you give this to the person doing wardrobe so they know and they were like oh we hired the right guy thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so that that happened I have no idea what you're no, talking about it's it's for nerds it's it's okay no there's a there's a quite a few of our uh, people that listen to this that would know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah i'm offended like, you you're an idiot i'm, I'm offended you, you didn't know that when you played half of the doctor who lego dimensions dlc with me like you should be an expert to be fair i got stuck in a room and then you fucking left me you just kept going back in time and leaving me in that room i had to go get all the studs you understand you have to get the studs okay. you have to who which doctor do you play as predominantly well, in the one, it's pretty much Peter Capaldi. Okay. And then if you die in free play, you come back as the other one. Yeah, yeah, but you can go into the TARDIS and be like whoever you want, right? Sure, but I mean, Capaldi's in the cutscene, so why would, I don't want to break, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't don't break, break the immersion. Yeah, I, don't yeah, break the I get immersion. it. I get it. I understand. <laughs> 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 this is supposed to be the one thing we do a week where I don't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, that game's actually really fun, by the way. It's oh, yeah, great. All those Lego games yeah. are fun. Um, but yeah, so this stuff's just started popping up. I don't know where Tara Long and I did a TV show this year. Um, that was all like basically the TV version of the internet show we did where we do giant science experiments and I set myself on fire a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, Perfect. Yeah. I mean, so, so things have just sort of like, thankfully I've been very lucky and the momentum has been just kind of like it's kept going and it's kept up. So it's been great. Is it, so uh, uh, what you're saying here sounds very passive. 
How much are you? I mean, you're you're out there hustling. Are you making calls every day and going on acting, hosting runs and whatnot, and auditions? Are you calling up Jeff when he's doing his super popular podcast DLC and like, hey, stop doing that show? How do I get that? I, I call up Jeff and I'm like, how do I get that Dodge commercial money? <laughs> how do I see my face during football? What's up, Jeff? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I mean, Jeff Jeff and I uh, have been doing this podcast. But we, I mean, we started that ourselves. We've got a Patreon for that. It's called We Have Concerns, and uh, we do it three times a week, and it's kind of just all about like the weird futury sciency philosophy stuff that we love but we do it all as like sketch comedy you were on the show yeah it was really you've good you've been on the show you it know was what fun. we do yeah, yeah. everyone should time. go download it hey um yeah so so i mean we do that stuff on our own and then i've, I've been pitching a lot of tv stuff tv stuff is slow man tv stuff is slow i mean that's that's the thing is like i think i i've been popping up on stuff but people are like kind of like oh what Every time I show up on something now, people are like, where have you been? What are you doing? Because people have been used to like seeing me every day on D-News or something sure, or every sure, day sure, on sure, Rev3 sure. Games. And they're like, what do you do now? What's going on? And uh, you're like, host stuff. Yeah. You know, because TV is like, I don't know, we pitch a show and then like a year and a half later, it's like, I think we, I think we'll let you have your show. Which is kind of like a pain in the ass. Sure, because you've moved on. Yeah, because I'm I'm kind of like, oh really? That thing? Like, uh. I got better ideas now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of there's a lot of hustle. I mean, I'm I'm starting up doing my own thing again, which is kind of scary, but also awesome. What does that mean? Uh, I'm gonna be doing on my YouTube channel, which I've been doing some stuff on my YouTube channel uh, all throughout the year. Uh, I, I did like live coverage from PAX and IndieCade, and I've been doing kind of like science videos. I did a video that uh, was pretty big earlier. I guess it was like beginning of the year. That's all about like your brain and video game lag and mm. how much of lag is actually physically hardwired into your body and your brain. Gotcha. Um, which is a lot. Yeah. Like a lot of times when we think something is lag or we think we hit the jump button before we fall in a pit, it's because there's like a 120 millisecond delay between your finger and your eyes and your brain. And no, you didn't hit jump. You fucked up. Tim, that explains the rock band problems we were having. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I made a whole video about that. But, the, you know, I haven't had a ton of time because I'm, like, doing a million other things. Doing a million other things. Right. Um, so, yeah. But I'm trying to do more of that stuff. I just started a Patreon for that stuff, too, uh, which I'm very excited about. Because you guys know. What's like, the URL? Pump the URL. Uh, it's patreon.com slash acarboni. Hi. How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> I'm putting that up right here. Uh, Kevin's putting it up as Kevin's already got it up. <laughs> he's writing on his graph. Paper. Kevin's got Kevin's it. Kevin's got it up already. Right. Kevin's he's, got it up and he's rock hard. He's got what is are are you writing all those notes in a Moleskine? <laughs> the fancy notebook of Pablo Picasso? Because you're kind of the Picasso of our times. Really? Yeah. He's the Picasso of like eating. Wow. What does yeah, that even mean? He's just a beautiful eater. Like is when it, I watch him eat, it's like art. What I don't is it about it. his eating? That's particularly attractive. The volume of it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the sheer volume. Now, the unadulterated by volume. volume. Now, by volume, do you mean amount of food or noises? Both. Wow. Both. He, that's, that's what the art is, right? It's it's both. It's it's the ability to exist Kevin's, in both planes. There Kevin's is, not a loud eater. He's not. He is a, a prolific eater. <laughs> But he's not. A, he's not. A, There's a depth, the depth and a breadth to his eating yeah. that simply cannot be matched. He took yeah. down a chili cheeseburger last night. Oh. It was a work of art. Son of a bitch. And then he put a milkshake on top of it. He looked like. And a, then he, he, he Then he Snapchatted, "Fuck yeah, milkshakes!" But he only had one milkshake. Well, yeah. I mean. He's showing milkshake solidarity. Yeah. Sure. He probably sure, loves sure, all sure. milkshakes. Yeah, he, well, he does. A lot. And he's lactose intolerant. That's the other thing. No, he puts himself Kevin, in a situation. 
Wow, you probably should though. <laughs> when your body is screaming, you when your body is screaming for help, you listen. Is the thing that I've learned. I don't know. It's true. Everybody, it's true. Fine. Okay. you gotta, you know, Especially follow God. your own star. You know, but I don't know how many. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to get too into it, but like, your body cries for help. You drink a milkshake, and then like, how long are you in the restroom? Because there's like one restroom between the five it's, of you it's here. Not, it's not bad. Okay. No, but it's one of those things where Kevin, when it's time, it's time, and no matter what he's doing, I mean, we're going. Just how I live my life. But the problem with Kevin is he doesn't let his body tell him anything, but he does let his body tell him that he can only poop at his house. So we could be at Target no, looking at the Legos, and all of a sudden Kevin's like, we need to leave, we're driving to my house right now, I need to poop. Can I tell you something? My my Sorry. instincts, my neuroses tell me to be that guy. My neuroses scream at me every time I have to take a shit in public. My brain goes, just don't though. Just don't. Like, what is it going to take? Do you? Do we have to be here? Do we have to stay here? Couldn't we go home? How far away mm. is home? Is it forty mm. minutes? Forty minutes is nothing. We can hold it. We can hold it. Why should we do this in public? My brain says that to me every time. I just don't want to like. That's a slippery slope that mm -hmm. ends with me with like jars of pee in my living room and like wearing tissue boxes on my feet. My you know body what I mean? has failed me <laughs> like... too many times. My body has failed that test too many times. Yeah. Well, let's get home. It's like, nah. Yeah. Greg, you should. You of all people, just where, wherever you're at, just pick Bird a in the hand, we're two in the bush. It really is. I'm going you. to whatever Sometimes, the sometimes you got to go in the bush. <laughs> right, that's happening. Sometimes yeah, I've, saw, I've seen Greg shit in a bush. So, and wipe with receipts and it's from his wallet. Well, I'll tell you what, here in San Francisco, you can use any, <laughs> any noun as a toilet. <laughs> I think that's in the I think that's in the bylaws. Of yeah, the, uh, a person, place, thing, or feeling could be a toilet in San Francisco. I feel happy. I'll shit in it. Yeah, there you go. I used to live on uh, like right by the twenty fourth and Mission Bart oh, when I lived yeah. here, mm -hmm. and the uh, the escalator in the Bart station was always broken because oh, human fuck. feces. Because yeah. of yeah. human feces stuck yep. in the escalator. What's up, San Francisco? And you left it all behind to go be a big time TV, internet, everything star. How do you describe yourself to the people you meet now? What's your job title? My job title, I guess, it's it's tough. I think I guess my job title is I is I host and write things. Okay, you know. That's a good one. I yeah. feel like that's broadening, though, because my wife always asks me that. She's like, you know, I have like friends who ask what you do, and I don't ever really know what to tell them. And I'm like, producer well, slash seducer, done. A, yeah, I'm sure that's going to go over really well with my with extended family, with her with her grandparents back in Holland. I'm like, oh, okay. Producer, seducer. I'm sure there's a price uh, going over real well. They don't listen to the show. But it's hard, though, because like, how do you define what we do these days, right? We do some, like, we internet are. Internet personalities. We are internet personalities, sure. What does that mean? Because then people go, porn. They do porn. Yeah, right. I'm okay Trust with me. people male, thinking that. No porn. one's looking at me going, "I got his porn." There is, I, there's Watch one thing I know. Sure. There's one thing I know about porn is that there is a porn for all types. Mm -hmm. That is very true. Colin a porn we for all seasons. Earlier. We were we were talking about just some of the heinous porn that we watch and just terrible shit we stumble on. Yeah. That, <laughs> oh, I can't believe I again. found this. Uh, this crazy through uh, the uh, heinous search term I put in. The it's computer. so weird. I thought. I thought I was heading for a review on a camera I wanted to buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it always so, starts. I thought I thought the camera was it's the Sony DVDA is what I was looking for, right? <laughs> it was the DVDA three thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? Is that not it? I've never, I've never are, actually looked that up, the DVDA. No? No, I've heard the jokes. But I've never looked it up. I feel like DVDA is one of the tamest things you, you can look up now. But I mean, have you actually seen that? I've never seen it. I don't go in for the that that kind of like wilder shit. Not not on that spectrum. Mm. There's lots of crazy shit that I go in for, but that the idea of like, uh, what do they call it, airtight or whatever that shit is, like I just can't do it. I can't go in for that. They call it airtight. There's one called airtight. What does that mean? Huh? I don't know what you're talking. I about. guess I guess filling filling the openings the most you can With to make an airtight seal. Yeah. Mm. 
Huh. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. I got you. I've just never been. I, yeah, I don't want to get off on a tangent on porn. That could be its own time. Well, we do want to get off we on a tangent. We were talking about who we think harmonious, so we've already stumbled <laughs> off the track. Very true. <laughs> Very true. No, but Are you looking at me? Talk a little, yeah, can't talk a little bit about porn if you would. Yeah, porn's just one of those things. <laughs> porn and I have had a relationship for so long, it's hard sure. to really bring down into an hour and a half long discussion about Are it. Are you a self-loathing porn watcher? No. No? No. no. But I do, but as I get older, I do watch porn and I think to myself, like, what, who is this really for? Because this is, I mean, it's obviously geared mostly toward like 99% guys, right? Sure. You look at it, you're like, is this, is this like, what is the fascination with it, right? Because it's not real. It's clearly not real. Like, no, it's A, there's a formula to every single porn you've ever watched, whether you know it or not. There is a formula. The pizza needs to be paid for, but they don't have money. Guys sitting on the couch, the stepsister walks in. Oh, we Just can't a do shadowy this. triumvirate with, with hoods on. The pizza must be paid for. <laughs> How will you pay for this pizza? <laughs> but yeah, but the more and more I look at it, I'm like, shouldn't we demand more out of our porn? I mean, you know, why does that have to be formulaic? Why does that have to be like a Hollywood block, like rom com where it's like, I know they're going to get together at the end and then he's going to blow on her face? Counterpoint. Counterpoint. <laughs> Hasn't. Hasn't porn sort of uh, pushed all of the technology of the home video industry forward? It has. It bore, I mean, that's, yeah, you could, one could make that argument. And I so suppose. it's done a lot of good, I guess, in that way. I'm not saying it's bad. I don't, no. know. I don't think it's bad. I just no, think that lately, as you, as, as your uh, access to this stuff is like un, unfettered, un, unblocked in any way, shape, or form, you just see a lot more of it. And you're like, there are just commonalities to porn. It's clearly, most porn is clearly geared toward guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's geared toward guys who don't have an understanding of reality of what sex is. And so I guess that's, that's what like I have Greg. an issue with. Well, no, Greg doesn't have an understanding of reality, period. Right, that's true. Period. Mm-hmm. That's I think um, my 1960s point. Batman porno parody I watched was quite accurate to the source material. <laughs> that's hot. Just link me with that. Um, no, I don't know. Just lately, that's been occurring to me. I'm sure I'll go back into the, back into the fray. Once more, you I don't think you've left, Nick. I, I just, you're saying these back things back into the breach. <laughs> yeah. Once, once the breach more, yeah, no. oh, very, sleep oh, well, man. my brothers. Right. Before we ride at dawn, you say demand more of porn. I say we should demand less of it. You think so? Yeah, yeah. We don't need all that filler stuff. I like, mean, we're getting that. At this point, porn yeah, might as well YouTube be YouTube. Clips. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, clips. It's and we're just, getting personalities. I'm getting vlogs out of this shit you know now. What? It's ridiculous. It's my thing is my thing is I begin to feel about it sort of the way I felt like when I first played like Shenmue. Back in the day, okay. when I played Shenmue back in the day, I was like, I didn't get as into it as my friends got into it, even though I was like the hugest, I was like waiting for this game, I wanted this game so badly, I was the biggest Dreamcast fanboy, and then I started playing it, and I was like, why am I, why am I driving this forklift and like sweeping the dojo and whatever, like, I have actual laundry that needs to be done, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you get to this point where you're like, you're watching a lot of porn, and you go... Man, I could be like washing the dishes, <laughs> talking to real people, or having sex with my having real wife. sex with my real wife. But you know, why am I doing this? No, Tim's not at that point. Yeah, no. And that's who the hell Anthony Carboni is. <laughs> Mostly porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I if if I want people to walk away with one thing to describe, like when they walk away and they go, I didn't know who Anthony Carboni was. Isn't he that porn guy that was on kind <laughs> yeah. of funny? It's like yeah. what Kevin. We want everyone to know Kevin's a prolific eater. Yeah. Right, Kevin. He really is. It's beautiful. It's your strong suit, Kevin. We all need to walk away with disappointing <laughs> superlatives from this episode. Exactly. I think. I'm sure we're on our way. Nick. <laughs> yes, sir. What's your topic? I want to talk about Christmas. Top. There's timely. No, there is no Christmas without Christ. Well, what a That's great, true. what a great transition. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I you know. It's, what it's, kind of porn do you watch on Christmas? It's, it's, it's mostly just Santa. No, no. going through all those big, beautiful reindeer. <laughs> chimneys getting stuffed. Ho ho. Airtight ho. chimney. Eating those cookies. You know what I mean? Drinking that milk. Jingle balls. <laughs> Drinking that milk. Yep. That big, beautiful. Milk. Straight from the source. Straight for the. Others. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hard to shift gears on that one, Greg. Hard to shift gears. No, I don't know. It's the holidays. What are you guys doing for holidays? I'm going to go to Seattle, see Snimers folks. That's fun. I like Seattle. What's Seattle like this time of year? It's like infamous. It's like infamous. (laughs) No, it's chilly. Yeah. Sometimes it snows there. Greg, are you excited at all for Christmas? Do you get excited about Christmas? No, I don't get excited for Christmas. No, why not? Uh, Halloween's the best holiday. It is. Everyone knows that. Christmas and Thanksgiving just come up with responsibility. What about the nightmare before Christmas? Never saw it. What? Yeah. Greg. Fuck you, man. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. This is bullshit. No, I don't like, because you know. you've never seen Roadhouse. So uh, let's pump uh, the brakes point, on that. Counterpoint. Let's pump true. the brakes on that. It's true. <laughs> Fucking throwing stones at glass houses over there, Miguel Cuddy. So you're going, to, you're going to Seattle. Yeah. And you don't like it because it's too much responsibility. Christmas in general, not just, not Seattle or anything. The, the Seattle, Seattle, the right, with a lot of responsibility. My responsibility to Seattle, Seattle is known, minimal. <laughs> known as being the city of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> you go there, they assign you an orphan child to take yeah, care like, of. They have it about this kid. Jimi Hendrix, why did I come in here? <laughs> Bruce Lee, responsibility. That's what they were. That's what Seattle. They were. No, yeah, Christmas. You feel you gotta you gotta reach out to people and talk to people, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. You're not going home, so you got to talk to them about that. Mm. Or you do go home, mm. and that's stressful enough in its own thing. There's when a it, social anxiety with Christmas. The a best bit. was when, yeah. yeah, when it was just like, man, it's really it, the best is always it's too expensive to go anywhere, so I'm just going to sit here for two weeks and play video games. Mm-hmm. That was that was when Christmas was the best. Yeah. yeah. So, but then that still comes with the anxiety and the guilt, right? Because like that's that's what I no, just experienced. Because it was just like I I literally can't do this. Interesting. Don't buy me gifts. My problem is this. I think my family's my family's all in California, so it's not that hard for me to get to either side, either my wife's family or my family. Sure. Um. So, it comes with no matter what, I'm disappointing someone. And oh I yeah, yeah. That's that's what I always go into. That's my like whole that. life. Yeah. Though. <laughs> it's just that's every year, why every, we, day, every day, every day, every moment. Why do yeah. we do it? You Infinite know? branches of decisions <laughs> that lead to the disappointment of somebody every day. Yeah. But do we need? Do Literally. we need that? Those sort of constraints. These sort of these these tent pole. These like these these landmarks every year to actually be forced to hang out with our family. I mean, the ar- God, I no. would I would love to make an argument. No. But the problem is that there's the answer of yes, because this is when families get together and things happen. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that it's it's a societal thing that we've built these two holidays up to do this. And now everyone's locked into it. And there's no way to get out of it because the other generation was locked into it, too. Mm. But they're too goddamn close. Can we just move Thanksgiving Thank to the summertime? Yes. And then Can we get good? around? Let's just no, Fourth let's, of July. But let's move Christmas to where Jesus was actually born, which is probably in the spring. See, this is what this is what I we was going to say. The Fertile Crescent. The, we all have, we all have to go to the Fertile. We're going to go to the Fertile Crescent. <laughs> I'm not going to the Fertile Crescent. We're going to Nazareth, and that, and we're all going to celebrate Christmas together. Awesome. Uh, no, Thanksgiving is where it should be. We should have Christmas in like April or May. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, because because it would also it would bisect the year nicely, right? Yep. So you get a nice you get a nice springtime visit with your family. You get a nice wintertime visit in with your family. And then you don't have to worry about because the problem is even though even though we're gonna go yes yes perfect because the problem is even though I'm sorry time's up 
<laughs> Jesus has come. <laughs> She's like, I heard you've been you talking, talking shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you, yo, my boys want to go to the Fertile Crescent? Get in the van. <laughs> Get in the van. <laughs> I want to go to Jesus's van desperately. Get in the Jesus van. <laughs> does, Greg, in your mind, does Jesus's van have an airbrush picture of Jesus on it? No. Oh, no. It's still got a wizard on the side. Because he has the coolest van. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was envisioning the Libyan's van from Back to the Future. Yes. The little it Volkswagen just, bus. It just pulls up and just opens up the door. It's like it's more like a kidnapping when the Jesus van comes for you. Bag over the head. Get it, bitch. We're going to Nazareth. <laughs> I watched uh, a documentary called Back in Time. It's about... Uh, yes, it's so good. So it's good. really good. But for the first time, I watched that and I was like, huh. It is a little strange that this guy's hanging out with this older gentleman. Mm-hmm. And it is a little weird that he got plutonium from fucking terrorists yeah, yeah. to start the film. Yeah. That's how the film starts. Where'd you get this plutonium from? Terrorists. <laughs> All right, cool. Me I'll never make another mention of that again. The terrorists never come back to kill him. I don't know. I mean, I guess they I mean, do. They the do. End. That's the thing, kind of the but whole they thing. You know, he keeps going. <laughs> And he's still there. What do they call that? The movie device that doesn't really matter? The MacGuffin. The MacGuffin, right. Yeah, that's what the, the plutonium was. Well, Named I guess after so Stephen funny. MacGuffin. Was it? No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that the Thanksgiving and Christmas are so close together because then you do have the two family tree thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I'll do one with this family one. With yes. This, you know? And that especially. Until you miss Thanksgiving. That's especially a power move when you get married, too, or you're in a long-term relationship because then it's like Thanksgiving with your family, mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas with, with my family. And then, and then if those two sides don't want to come together, that's on them. We tried. Mm-hmm. We did our best. Yeah. So I ran into this quagmire, though, this last holiday season, is I went, my my wife runs her own business, and all of her clients go out of town during Thanksgiving and primarily and, and uh, Christmas. We decided to go on a vacation during Thanksgiving, which left us with the impossible decision of where do we go for Christmas. And then you are really, it is like the Sophie's Choice. You're like, I got I to gotta pick one of these and kill the other one. So we've chosen my mom because my mother, God bless her, is the most intense out of all my family. If I don't see her once a year, never. I'll never live that down. Sure. Ever. She's an Italian mother. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's that. So we're going down there, but I know that my other side of the family is disappointed with it. And you're going to disappoint someone no matter what. And it sucks. It just sucks. So. I don't like Christmas, Are you ready man. For Christmas this? is dumb. Mm. Thank you. It's real dumb. And I, it's Kevin loves it. Kevin is the worst. He wants Christmas trees everywhere. You could look at Kevin and just know he loves it. And, right. How, how, how many elves hat does he have? How many he are wearing these little green hats? He's one of those festive hats? motherfuckers that's like... The amount of Christmas trees that I have been tricked into going to literally cut down and transport, and there's fucking pine needles everywhere. Sack. You cut down your own t- Christmas tree? Because he's a fucking... He's, that's badass, No, dude. it's not. It's annoying, and it's the worst. And then we have to deal with his I mean, mom. the whole practice so, is so terrible for the involved. environment, but it's badass that you're doing it. Whatever. Um, we just go into the Golden Gate man. Park, <laughs> cut one down, and we're all set. Um, I, I think I like... I think I like Christmas the way like, kind of the Japanese like Christmas, which is, man, I like it when we all get together and decorate a city. You know what I mean? I like when we decorate a city and it's really like nice looking and everybody just feels a little nicer for a few weeks. I don't like anything else about it. I, <laughs> I like the twinkling lights yeah. and stuff. And the, yeah, like I like it when you turn off the lights in the living room and you have the tree lit up and like, that's cool. And, and then the division happens up. and it's decorated for Christmas forever right. after that. Right. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. That's wow. part about the division. I love it. Uh, Christmas is whatever it is. I don't really care anymore about it. See, it, it's one of those things where it, it just it just kept, becomes more and more irrelevant as time goes on. Yeah. Sure. sure. Like, I, I, I'm going, I'm not going anywhere on Christmas. I'm just going to stay here and just do whatever the fuck it is I do, which is literally almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, literally mm-hmm. almost nothing. And over Thanksgiving break, I was like, I want to play these games. I'm gonna do, I didn't do fucking anything at all. You know, so 
It was great. I didn't even. I haven't barely played a video game in like two and a half weeks. I don't even know what I've been doing. So I'm just going to keep go- that going, that feeling going for yeah. as long as I, possible. I think as you get older, it's yeah. just kind of nice to have those three days as like breathing room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the sort of like, I don't think we really hate like the pressure of having to get together with our families. I think we would like to get together with our families if the pressure of the rest of life wasn't also there. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't, you can see those three days as Dude, if I just stayed home during these three days, I could. I could have a lost weekend, Colin Moriarty style, and just sitting like, who knows what I did over those 72 hours? I don't know. I went into some sort of coma, and I just sat in a vegetative state because Beautiful. I'm so tired of my life all the time. I need, <laughs> Sounds like Colin. <laughs> I need those 72 hours to like recharge and then go right back into my life, you know? Mm. And then you kind of get, but you get into this thing where it's like the logistical planning of the holiday because it can't just be like, all right, well, let's all meet at grandma's house and who cares what the fuck happens? It's all like, well, when are you getting in and when are you getting in? And let's make sure that we're all riding at the same time. And where are we going? Whose house for dinner? And what will you be making? And what will we be watching? We should all see a movie. What movie does everyone want to see? When are you available? Shut the fuck up. Let's all just sit on the couch silently. <laughs> yeah, I got that. No, I, but see, that's, silently. That's the crazy part to me is when I go down... <laughs> I can go down literally any other weekend, and that's what I get. I'm like, yeah. Mom, I'm coming in at this point. Can you can you guys pick me up? Otherwise, I'll tell you, I'll get a car or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll come pick you up. And that's it. That's all the plan is going to it. My mom will text me generally the day before and be like, I'm making pizza. And I'm like, well, I'm not eating carbs. She's like, well, I'm making pizza anyway. You're going to fucking eat it. So I eat it. Uh, is it good pizza? Oh, fuck yeah. I bet she makes it's really the best good pizza. pizza on the planet. Right. It's like freshly. I mean, she she buys this dough. She doesn't make it anymore because she's a little it's too much time. But she buys this fresh dough, lets it rise. I come in and I roll it out, throw it, put all the stuff you, on are it. Are you doing this in a wife beater? I have been. I, no, I don't wear wife beaters, but there is a couple of pictures of me wearing like a, a low V neck like yeah, white are. shirt. Yeah, and I are. shit you not. There's a couple of them where there's like gravy stains on my. Is there like a is there like a coat rack next to the door? But instead of like keys and coats, it's just like chains. It's just like gold chains and pinky rings, just, and just, you put them on as you come in the door. Yeah. How, how, how oh, many oh. crucifixes are in this kitchen? Hey, I'm back. <laughs> you gotta cross yourself before everything. Everything. I do Open like that every fridge. Italian mother is ma though. Oh, it's ma. It's yeah. the only. That's the only sort of Italian American affectation I have to my entire speech pattern is my mom is ma. Yep. That's ma. what you got. Ma. <laughs> and not to other people, just to her. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. mother is what I say to other people. Oh yeah. But when I go ma. <laughs> oh my god yeah and it's funny because you i don't know how it is for you guys but i there's some part of me that reverts when i go home yeah and sure. I'm, a th- I'm a 35 year old man but when i go home it takes about a day until i'm a mama's boy again and i'm screaming for my mom to get me something you know and i'm like it, it's literally from the fridge in my house where i grew up my parents still live there from the fridge to maybe where, where the couch is where the big screen tv is it's like 20 feet but I shit you not, my mom could be upstairs, and my first instinct is to scream for her to come bring me something or take a glass wow. or something. I mean, she—I mean, she, you know, I'm a mama's boy. She loves it. I try to—I try to pull my when I'm down there, but I love going. I love getting there, but the, it's just the anxiety that everyone I feel like that creeps into you that you're like, God, there's so much to deal with. It's like anything else that's kind of worth it, but it mm-hmm. is good to see your family. But I do, I do. There was there's been one time when I went down after the holidays. Yeah. So I went up north to see my sister in law first. And then flew back down, and that was better because it was just—it was just literally just the three of us, and we just hung out, and it was awesome. Yeah, nice. the four of us rather. But um, I don't know. There's something to be said for my mom's Christmas Eve. Dinner, yeah, that's though. the. What? Oh, I can't, do, I can't do you guys do the, the fishes? We do no, but we just do a gigantic Christmas Eve dinner. Mm. Like we have like 10, 15 people over. We and it's, we still do the seven fishes, which is horrifying for me. Uh, and then my mom still makes me chicken cutlets. Like I'm still five years old. 
which is awesome. She's nice. like, I got you. Like my little nephews who are like four and six are like eating like lobster and all this kind of stuff. And my mom's like ser- serving her 31 year old son chicken cutlets because he won't eat seafood because he's a fucking baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the you know, because I, I grew up, you know, my mom's Italian and I grew up in, in a very Italian household. And and uh, it is nice to go back and be fed and eat. Mm. I eat a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. You know, sausage and peppers, pasta, oh, yeah. ziti, oh, yeah. you know, big ziti, of course, Dude. lasagna, ziti. whatever, chicken uh. cutlets, chicken parm, all the, the works, you know. Mm-hmm. But then but then I got it. You know, there's too many people in my family now. Yeah. Like, so I have, I, you know, I have three siblings, my parents, their significant others because they've been divorced forever. Then my uncles and aunts, my cousins, then six nieces and nephews. And like w- the last time I went home, the Giants and the Jets were playing the day after Christmas. <laughs> And I, I was like, I'm going, I'm leaving and I'm going to the bar to watch this fucking football game. Right. And they were like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I'm leaving <laughs> to watch the Jets game. Ah. So people, so people ask me what the last Jets game I missed was. Well, that was the last Jets game I missed because they would not let me fucking watch well, it. They even let you and I on? was like, never again am I coming home for Christmas. And lo and behold, I never came home for Christmas. That either. was. <laughs> wow. No, I- Wow. And that's that spend true. some time and with your family. The true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> uh, can I ask you guys uh, uh, what's your what's your Christmas movie? What's your holiday movie? Die Hard. Home, Die Al- Hard. Home Alone, man. 100%. I love Home Alone. It's a good one. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Christmas that's Vacation. That's a great one. I just I, I mean it's been forever since I've seen them, but I miss watching like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon and just all the Christmas specials. It's yep. not so much a movie, it's just like the the Rugrats Christmas yeah. special, Hanukkah Boy Meets special. World stuff like and that. Boy Meets yeah, World, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And, uh, um, all those stupid claymation things. TV in like the eighties and nineties, even like network TV was just like the most random parade of licensed holiday specials for different. Like, here is a bunch of toys we want you to buy celebrating Christmas, and I ate all of them up. I mm-hmm. ate them with a spoon, oh, yeah. and the next day I was like, I think I want that toy for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed watching them celebrate the holidays together. I want to give a shout out to Jingle All the Way. Sure, you did. Classic. Schwarzenegger movie? Turbo yeah. Man? Turbo Man, yeah, dude. Turbo Sinbad? Yo, yeah. Phil Man. Hartman? Sinbad. The homie. The only, the only part that I loved, 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 loved about that movie is I can't remember what, what's, whatever Turbo Man's shitty sidekick is. You remember this thing? Remember he was like that. a, ha- I forget, but he was like a hamster, like some kind of thing. When, when all hell breaks loose at the parade, he falls off and these kids around him start beating the shit out of him. And kid goes, we hate you. It's like such an honest moment of them hating this stupid thing. Did he just reach in real hard and grab his cheek? He probably did. (laughs) Reached in and grabbed the cheek. One thing I'm excited about is after Christmas, I'm going to go to Vegas for a few days. That's fun. And I want to just see. I've never been to Las Vegas during Mm, the holiday season. And Vegas is this weird place to me where, and we've been there many times. I feel like it's got to be so depressing to be in Vegas for the holidays. I'm excited. Would you be there for New Year's? No, no, no. Just like in between. So in between the holidays. Whoa. And uh, I usually don't go outside when I'm in Vegas. I'll just figure out a way to not ever leave. You know, you, you actually will go outside now though because it's actually cold. Yeah, it will be. It'll, like be, it it'll be nice. Yeah. but, but How as cold usual, is cold I, like this. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, it's not 110 degrees outside with no humidity whatsoever. So it's 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 actually nice. I've gone to Vegas before, like during the like January, February months. It's nice. But as yeah. usual, what I'm most excited about to do in Vegas is what I'm always most excited to do. About smoke Vegas. cigarettes, chain inside. smoke. That's all I do. I chain smoke. You and me both, brother. Like I don't even. I don't typically smoke cigarettes. I love cigars, but I, I'll smoke whatever you put in front of me in Vegas because I just love walking put some around meat in front of them. Like I just love. I love the. Like I miss smoke some fish in Vegas. Yeah, smoke some fish. <laughs> smoke some meats, like Greg was talking about on Colin Greg. But I'll like. I'll just buy a pack of cigarettes, whatever, 
Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm like, I, I just like look. You know how they have their little kiosks that you just buy like tobacco, mm-hmm. like, and I just, I just look. I'm like, I don't know anything about cigarettes. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just take a pack of Parliaments. I guess whatever. I don't care. And then, and then I'll just walk around all day and just smoke them. Which one of these has the most fiberglass? <laughs> Let me put it in my lungs. I just love the idea that there's just still a place where I could just smoke cigarettes you know oh, yeah. inside like uh i was staying at treasure island or whatever mm-hmm. uh when we were there for psx so that was like two times ago i was in vegas ti and, and there's that, that there's like there's that like kind of broke ass portillo's like hot dog place in there and they're just like smoking you, cigarettes like waiting for my hot dog to be done or whatever I'm like this is fucking rad there's like these people over here playing cards at the table I'm like i just i just want to smoke inside because it makes me feel like i'm in a different so time your christmas gift to yourself mm-hmm. can i tell you like at a hotel like that, in a place like Vegas, something that I love to do that's kind of similar, where like, I'm not a huge drinker anymore. Like, I don't drink a lot. Like, I go out and have a few beers now. But if there is a place that has a swim up bar, oh dear, God, that's dangerous. There's just something amazing about the swim up bar, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just like, I'm gonna swim to a beer right now, and I'm just gonna float around with this beer <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> This is heaven. Yeah, it's what I, the last time I did that was in Iceland at the Blue Lagoon. Oh, so good. And it was so good. It was you can't see like five feet in front of you because it's so fucking cold, but the water's so warm, so it's just all steam. Not only that, but and like you just and I just get a beer, and I'm just like so hoping I don't run into anyone. Like it's just like drinking my beer. Steam in the and mountains in the distance, and the water is like sci-fi water that heals your wounds. <laughs> like that's seriously like the big deal about like the Black that. Lagoon is there like these microbes. In the black lagoon, in the blue lagoon, that have like, they're not anywhere else. They're just in the water at the blue lagoon, and like you go in there and like, you can see like you can watch cuts heal faster and stuff like that. It is, it's like the Lazarus Pit. That's crazy. It's nuts, and you just come out and you're like, I have had seven beers and I am healed. My body was like, my bo- the only thing I remember about getting out of that that water was my body was like a slip and slide when I got out of that water. Like I was like drying myself. You were taking a shower afterwards, and I'm like, what the fuck is all over me? I was like glistening. Like I could barely like. You have like I grab my hand and just like sque- it, like squeezes it's off. It's the skin of a. It's the skin of an impenetrable child. <laughs> so it's, so it's, ca- it's like Kevin, bullet, a bulletproof toddler. <laughs> it's, like, it's exactly like Kevin. <laughs> With okay. the a, sheer volume you can eat after you get out of the blue lagoon, uh, it's terrifying. a bulletproof. <laughs> it's coating his insides. He's Kevin, a bulletproof it. child with a prolific eating habit. <laughs> Pros and cons. Kevin. Pros and cons. Amplify smells. Kevin just doesn't even pay attention to us anymore. Yeah, all fuck. He's like, it, they sound okay in my earphones. All right, I'm fine. Whatever. So Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Okay, I, I had a funny conversation with my wife the other day where we were ranting and raving about these. Uh, we're just basically bitching about our new neighbors because they're young and they like to party. And all I, stuff. So ever since these people have moved in, you had one day, maybe two, where you're like, yeah, these young girls moved in next door. It's going to be cool. We feel young again. And ever since then, every story has been about them throwing parties. You were all upset that they threw a party and they hadn't unpacked yet. Oh, my God. It was annoying. It was a faux pas. I'm like, you you haven't even. I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're going to throw a party. You haven't unpacked it because you have to clean anyway. But what uh, they do recently? Nothing. They're just loud and fun. And like they, they're just so full of life. <laughs> and I just realized finally that I'm like. I've often thought of myself as the uh, the Chevy Chase was a Clark Griswold character, yeah. mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm the Julia Louise Dreyfus character. I was gonna say, do I you am. know you're not the star of your own TV show anymore? I'm not. Like that's over. It's, it's their done. TV Once you show get 30, now. It's done. You are the angry neighbor of their Fuck, cool man. TV show. Like was that's that, what's going on. It's true. 
my wife and I are those that couple. It was was it? It wasn't David Duchovny, was it? No, 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 no. But it was I, it was Julie Louis. He looked, yeah. Yes, that's for sure. Correct. Yeah, it's we're those two people who are just constantly bitching and like everything has to be clean and perfect. And then the big icicle comes through and like stabs that me was, in the eye, and I'm yeah, just like, that was fuck. So good. In the sitcom, Clark about- puts the window, it puts the tree through the window while they're eating sushi, and they're like, nice postmodern house. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they come home and like, what caused this? Because the ice melted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how in the 80s and 90s, eating sushi in movies was a universal sign Look at these, these people are douchebags. Yuppie yuppie yeah. douchebags. Well, I, was, I always remember the, my first real exposure like, was The Breakfast Club. I think she eats... Um, yeah, Molly, Molly Ringwald. Ringwald yeah, yeah, yeah. They eat sushi for lunch. And I was like, That's, that must have been so... In 1985, when that, well, that film was filmed in 84, I guess, but it came out in 85, you, you'd assume that's pretty ahead of its time at that point. Pretty much, yeah. I would imagine. Also very dangerous. Sushi doesn't keep overnight, so they must have had to either make that fresh or she's risking a really that's bad you. tummy ache. That's you. You're the sushi eater now. I love sushi. <laughs> you I love, love Molly, Molly Ringwald. Ringwald. Yeah. I, like I do love Molly Ringwald. Oh, my God. I had a huge crush on her back in the day. Sure. Still do. Who didn't? Still do. Because she was talented and funny. Sure. And cute as hell. The bad haircut, though. Always the bad haircut. At the time, it seemed exactly. like a fine haircut. A lot of no, haircuts even at that time, you looked at that haircut and you were like, that is... She can do better than Molly. You can haircut. do better than that. She could have, but who am I? You, She's my ring. You don't have the cascading ringlets of an Elizabeth shoe. Get it together. Don't even bring up Elizabeth <laughs> shoe unless you want me to get lost in your eyes right now. Because I <laughs> fucking loved her. Although that was hilarious. Like that Maybe whole that part was my goal from get-go. Like, just was to have it? you lost in my eyes. No, Maybe that's there, why buddy. I came here today. I'm already there. Although it is sacrilege. I do feel that... The original uh, girlfriend in Back to the Future got got the shaft on that one. Because yeah. I actually liked her a lot. Well, you know, the, you what know her what story the, was, right? Her mom got sick, so she yeah, quit she acting. To stop, yeah. Do you know what the harshest thing about that was? I think the harshest thing about that, probably from her perspective, is no one even noticed. Right. 90% of the people you ask. We like, noticed that horrible wig Elizabeth Shue was wearing the entire second and yeah, third movie. But nobody knew why. They're just like, oh, yeah, Elizabeth Shue. I wonder why she was wearing that wig in the second one. She didn't have it in the first one. <laughs> nobody remembers this other woman as being part well, of Back to the Future at all. To be fair, it was a big, a pretty big upgrade because she was a pretty big star back then. Yeah. I think she was like either had done or was on her way to doing uh, Adventures of Babysitting, which made her put her on the map. Oh, but she be, had maybe. done she it. She had Remember, done a whole, it. There, was, there was lots of years yeah. between one and two. But imagine being point. retconned out of your own life. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. But I thought, I thought that part was fascinating. Have you seen this back in time? No. It's a documentary. They just talk a little bit about uh, where Where can I get is it? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. it's cool. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of a fan made documentary, but they interviewed all the, all the people that were uh, major players like Zemeckis and uh, cool. two and people, people. Two people retconned out of their own careers in that movie Eric Stoltz and the original girlfriend, and the dad. And, yeah. uh, well, he left his of name? his own accord. Oh, Crispin true. Glover, and, Chris but, Glover, but then they, they kept using him against his. I'll never forget the Blu-rays I have out there. Have a different behind-the-scenes documentary that actually goes into the whole thing with Crispin Glover when they were like, blah, blah, and he was never in two or three. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, he was. And then they go through the whole thing of like, no, they cast this look-alike, sound-alike, and hung him upside down and, so no mm-hmm. one would be able to tell. And, and then he sued the shit, shit out, out of them, them and yep. changed the rights for SAG. You're like, yeah. holy fuck, not crazy. But yeah, the uh, that whole thing was fascinating. Was, I, I just love watching that, especially yeah. since that is our youth. That's my childhood of like, that's how all this stuff happened. Right, it was cool. Right. And just seeing the old Stoltz footage. Yeah. You're like, fuck. I want them to do all that. They talk about that once in a while that they'll do it eventually. The creepiest thing in the world is the scene of Marty and Lorraine on, on Lorraine's bed in the beginning mm-hmm. of the first back to the Calvin, Calvin Klein, Klein scene. Mm-hmm. When you watch that scene with Eric Stoltz, there is a weird sexual tension. Like Marty is feeling it too. 
Like, it's strange as hell. And you're like, of course they fired you, dude. You read this so wrong. You wanted to fuck your mom. You wanted to fuck your mom. You were just like, what if we made this Oedipus, though? Like, what if we just went way Oedipal with this movie? No! It's gotta be hard, though, because it's not Stoltz's fault. That was Eric Stoltz. Like, he was that character in the 80s. Like, sure. He was not really known for his comedic genius, so that was just poor casting. To be yeah, how yeah. how much did they film with him before a they were lot. like, like before they were all like a lot? And it so was the whole so they could probably deal. they could probably edit together the movie. They'll never do it. <laughs> but a fa- if they could, if they, if they would release all the footage, a fan could like theoretically just replace all of the footage with Michael J. Fox. It depends I don't know if they on how much, much of it survived. Yeah. To make it onto a video format, because I can't imagine like the cut, like the actual cut dailies of those films still exist anymore. I think the the reason I'm we've sure only seen a negative somewhere though. Do you think so? I guarantee. Yeah, in the archive so. at all. Wow. They never went. They never did an answer print for it, but I guarantee they 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 probably had the negative and they probably have some dailies around. I mean, if you see the footage in back in, in scenes, like yeah, I've I'm definitely done. seen some of the footage, but I don't I don't know. I didn't know like so they like filmed the whole thing and then the studio was it wasn't like the whole it was thing. it was a lot. I want to say it was like a month or. They did, it was like 20 days of shooting. Yeah, they did like, like I want to say that somebody said they did like 75 to 80 percent of Marty's shots. Yeah. And then they were like, ah, no. which is yeah. the whole movie. Like yeah. he's in almost every shot. Of that's really film, fa- so. that's really fascinating, that's which means Christopher Lloyd had to do everything like twice. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they all had to get paid again and stuff like so, yeah. that. Oh, no. I mean, you have to, you know, you get paid if you're an actor, you get paid based on your time that you're there. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a day rate for the most part. What? This could be another topic for another day, but it's just it's just you can watch the documentary and we can all talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should. It's fucking fascinating. Yeah, I just don't understand like But it was the right call. Yeah, it was, That's but it must problem. have been such a daring call because they, they oh, probably they had to go. They talk about it. They talk yeah. about the whole thing. Like them. It paid know, off, obviously. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Of Zemecca, I mean Zemeckis comes off as not the most uh warm of human beings. Like so I don't but he you can see that that was like a like he's very political when he talked about it, but he was like it was a hard call. Yeah. <laughs> and you you see behind his eyes, you're like, fuck, that must have been like I can't imagine how many sleepless nights because you're watching the film and you're like, this isn't working. Yeah, yeah. And then you come to the conclusion that it's not the score, which could be easily changed. Yeah. Uh, the editing, which can fall and sense of purposes be easily. All these things are hard, but they can be relatively changed to pretty go quickly. to a studio hat in hand and be like, I know I've shot 75% of this. I need to shoot it all over again. Yeah. All over again. And and then telling your actors that who of our, who are family at that point, because mm-hmm. you know, you've got your leads who are like, you gel, you gel when you're on a shoot like that, saying, sorry, this guy that's been next to you for like the some odd 20 some odd days has got to go. And we're going to bring in Michael J. Fox. I mean, I'm sure they were like, oh, well, Michael J. Fox is a huge star. And that's awesome. But even that story was hilarious because the reason they wanted him originally, but he couldn't get out of his uh, he couldn't get out of family, family ties. ties yeah. And so he had to shoot the movie at night. So he literally was like a team. I would wrap family ties and a team would come pick me up and take me to the set. And then I would shoot all night. And then sleep for like three or four hours or whatever, and then yep. go back to family ties. It's like I, I had no idea where I was at a certain point. It's, but it's an iconic role for him. And wow. like, you can't imagine anyone being that, yeah, it's crazy. being in that position. You know. So that is Christmas. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm Tim. Right there. Yes. What's your topic? All right, so guys, a couple weeks back, I went to this place that I, I love very, very much called Disneyland. Where is it? Uh, it's in um, Anaheim, California. Oh, it sounds fun. Yes. What it's, else it's is a in great Anaheim? Place. Uh, Portillo's. It's close, yeah, close, close. enough. I, I went there too. So the Los, was, An- really Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It was good. Is, is that and still what they call them? I don't know if they call them. They did for a long time. That was the lamest shit. VidCon's there too, and every year we go, and you motherfuckers are like, "Oh, maybe this will be the year." No, it's not. I Tim. tell you every year it won't be the year, and you you let Nick string you along every time, but like on Sunday, and you string me the there. fuck along. I do. I just go like this, dude. We, should, we can just go. It's right we there. Can just go. It's and right I there. see it. I and can then Kevin, see the Ferris wheel. Kevin sees my eyes that we're fucking with you, and he goes, "Dude, let's go. I'll go." I'm, I'm there right now in spirit. So, so it's some bullshit. So I haven't been to Disneyland 
for two years, mm-hmm. which is not acceptable. I've been there at least once a year since I was 18. That's not true at all. I'm making things up. This was like the fifth time I've been there since I'm 18. But you I've love had a Disney. lot of good adventures. I love Disney. I specifically love Disneyland. And I want to go with all you motherfuckers one day. Well, what you was, included. Do you go? Do you Disney bound while you're there? Do you dress as a character, no, but no, no, casually no. dress as a character? Disney Just bound? Like, Disney bounding. Have you heard about no. this? Mm-mm. This is where you don't go full cosplay, but you choose an outfit from your wardrobe that is indicative of a character. So like a shirt Disney. and no pants. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just red shorts. If you went in just red shorts, you'd be Disney bound. Red and suspenders. I like it. I like wait, it wait, I'm sorry. I didn't get the reference. What's the shirt with no pants? Donald, like Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. Oh, okay. Like a yeah, sailor shirt. Maybe don't do that in wrong kids. A pantsless sailor. They have, they, I have to watch them. They have to watch me. But so you're you're a huge at, Disneyland fan? I am. Are you yes. a Disney in general fan or just Both. Disneyland? Both, but okay. specifically Disneyland. Because my wife is one of these people. Good. I'm not, but my wife okay. is. Okay, okay. I Twitter messaged you a couple days ago, Did and you? I was like, "What are your feelings on Disneyland?" Oh, and you never responded to me. You, but I said, "I don't give a fucking fuck dick. what they are." Then, because we're just going to talk about this. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I missed it. No, I, I genuinely have big time <laughs> internet <laughs> celebrity. So now. my, so my what thing was is fascinating about this is I talked to you. I was like, "How how much could it possibly have changed between the the last time I was there, like six years ago, and now?" And you were like, "Oh, don't forget." Star Wars. Yeah, no, and there's Marvel. a million and bazillion changes. I, like, oh, I mean, right, six uh, years is a fucking lifetime at Disneyland. So. I've been holding holding on to this. Disney characters only live for dead. six years. Mickey Mouse, the Mickey Mouse you knew Let as a child is like, dead. Let it go. We'll be going for fucking like at least thirty more years. But besides that, everything is is a cycle. Okay. So I've been having to hold on to this topic because there's been no situation I could talk about it adequately. Even now is not even perfect. But it was just going to be me and these two chuckleheads talking about Disneyland, and I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, uh-uh. a boy and two men. I just can't do that. I can't do it. I, mean, I can't. Just, just put this shit out there. My excitement. It was one of the most exciting weekends of my life, Nick. I, I, I mean, you, I grew up not far from Anaheim, so I've been to Disneyland a number of times. I have friends that have gone into work there. I've got, you know, I, I've been to Disneyland quite a few times. It's never, I've never been crazy excited about it though, and it's because I used to be really fat and lazy. And when to a fat and lazy kid, Disneyland is hell. It is fucking hell because you are constantly waiting in hot lines. You yeah. are having to walk everywhere mm-hmm. and then maybe you get a churro but then even then your mom's like no it's too expensive you you can't have that the third churro and i'm like but i want a third churro so you did Disneyland and lazy we all for many many churro. many reasons one you need to go to disneyland as an adult so you can buy your own churros as many as you fucking please mm-hmm. no one like kevin did you. and kevin did You're that a grown very ass well man. how many churros did you have at disneyland kevin there's four in your hand right now. Jesus Christ. Kevin, you're going to die. Got a lot Kevin, of churros. you're going to die. He's not going to be with us forever, Greg. Uh, one, one bouquet of churros, please. <laughs> Jesus, Kevin. So the story, the story goes back. How many churros you got back there? I'll take them. I'll take them. <laughs> Fill this backpack sure, I said, with them. Sir, this I said entire, 300. Sir, this entire cart is filled with churros. Yes. Yeah. How much to just wheel the cart One off? One cart, please. One cart. I'll leave a deposit and bring the cart back. I'm gonna give you twenty bucks to just follow me around the park. Well, that'd be amazing if you had your own churro valet. Um, that'd be awesome. So, so tell me about your Disneyland okay, experience. Okay, so this all started at VidCon last year, mm-hmm. or I guess this year, last did, VidCon. Did you go on the official VidCon no, Disneyland day? These motherfuckers won't let me. Okay, so we gotta get home. And make we make content. We did. We did a meet and greet. Gotta get back to the content. Courtesy lines. of Greg Miller. Greg meet and greet Miller. Portillo's over at Portillo's. Yeah, we did. Fun. And I met this lovely, lovely boy named David. Now, David, one, one of the, the big, beautiful kids, the big, beautiful kids, one of the best friends. I love him very dearly because him and his wife have been working at Disneyland for like 10 years now together. And I'm like, I like you guys. We had a great conversation about stuff. And he's like, if you ever want to get into Disneyland. So here I wait. 
a month for you to get here, Nick, and then you leave me. I'm interested in this story. Okay. Listen, I'll leave the door open. Okay. Thank you. No, okay. Leave the door open, Nick. So, Wait, more. So this, is, this is this is like one of those revolving door podcasts? Can I like run and get a snack? No, you oh, can do sure, whatever yeah, you need yeah. to do. Oh, that's great. I've never uh, once gotten up during this show. You want a salad? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a kale salad? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll hang. I'll hang. We have deep dish pizza too if you want that. Wow. Yeah. I'm feeling that a little bit. There's two. Could you give me a coffee? As long as you're up, do you have any hot towels? <laughs> a hot towel would really be would be Just super put a towel nice on right the back now. of Kevin's neck for ninety seconds. You have a nice moist uh, hot towel. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at, at the our meet and greet, just as a quick aside while we wait for Nick to get back for the rest of Tim's story, uh, I, I, I. The, Get, talk to Kevin. I, I put my hand on the back of his neck, and then I was like, "Oh!" And then I went to wipe it on his shirt. Yeah, and I was like, like "Oh!" <laughs> his <laughs> shirt. His shirt was made of sponge material. He was soaking was wet. Hard. You, you weren't running around hard. that place like a. But maniac. even when you're not working hard, you're sweating. You're just Dude, fucking sweating. I feel you, man. Because like I like I was saying earlier, no matter what I'm doing, I guarantee there's a pit stain on my left pit. Just the left one. Left one sweats easier and faster. I don't know why. Maybe because it's dominant hand. I'm doing more. It has something to do with my posture. Oh, I don't you're know. Working the muscles, yeah. Who knows? Huh. I don't know. Left pit, usually stained. Anyway. It just dawned on me, too. <laughs> Nick, this is not how long peas take. What's going on? Nick, you having a poop? Nick, did you get in there and realize it was more than you bargained for? <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nicky, I hear some slapping noises. <laughs> huh? I hear some slapping noises. I don't like it. If you have to go rub one out just to focus, I understand that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if you couldn't hear that, then Nick said he thought that he could rub one out and get a million views. He'd do it on camera. He's talking to you. I'm pretty sure that people can hear you. All right, let's continue. Yeah, we're, we're still rolling. So at this VidCon meet and greet. You meet a couple. Yes, I meet a couple. Amazing people. They're telling me all about their, their romantic Disneyland story. And then they're like, if you ever need to get into Disneyland, let us know. We'll get you in. And I'm like... I'm all about that. Try convincing you motherfuckers to go that next day. You're like, no. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to wait. And I'm going to use this. I'm going to remember you. So I got his email. Now, flash forward to a couple weeks ago. And my girlfriend is coming to visit, right? Have that plan. Kevin hasn't been to Disneyland since he was like four. And seven. seven. And he was scared of everything. Every, like, he was on Indiana Jones, didn't even open his eyes. Passed the Caribbean, got you too, got me too. He was a scared little, scared little Kevin. He wasn't quite as round then. He was really tiny though. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there was that. Then my two of my best friends, James, Missy, this couple, in love with Disneyland, and they are the second reason that you're doing Disneyland wrong, Nick. You need okay. to go with them, okay? Because they are just like you know when you go somewhere and you have to pay for like a tour guide and they'll take you to all the places mm -hmm. you need to go and like skip all the lines because they know everything. That's them for Disneyland, and you can hit everything. You avoid all the lines. You, they have this fast pass. System. I was gonna say you got the fast pass. You got the bracelets. I see. There's also That's something. World. There's also something like wonderful about going. It's like going to a movie that you don't think you're gonna like with somebody who's a huge fan of whatever that movie yes. is, and all of a sudden, because you're around that much positive energy, you're like, oh, I, I like this movie more than I thought I did. Yeah, you know, yeah. like oh, I'm really into this. Going to Disneyland with somebody who genuinely feels whatever Disney magic that you are not attuned to. You know, because I grew up in Orlando. I hate Disney usually because Disney World was just like where you worked in high school, you know. So I had this thing where like I couldn't love Disney World. 
going to Disneyland with my wife because she loves it is just like it's like going with fucking Tinkerbell. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, it's no, like Tinkerbell's just like that. flying around just like, and look, it's the world's largest treehouse and you can go in it. Oh, we'll wear mouse ears and we'll ride in a boat. And you're just like, <laughs> Jungle shit, Cruise sounds great. Is the best ride. Have you been on Jungle Cruise? Of course I've been on Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise is the best in thing in the entire world. There's just these freaking tour guides and the entire thing is just a bunch of the worst puns in the world. And it's I the went best. on Jungle Cruise with a bunch of uh, the StarWars.com team and Scott Bromley, and we all screamed at the conductor of the Jungle Cruise until they let Scott Bromley run the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I saw I saw Vines <laughs> You want to know a man who was born to do something? The comedy button Scott Bromley was born to be a Jungle Cruise operator. <laughs> he really? That makes so much sense. He needs to quit sense. every job, give up everything he's ever done. Because that man is just a fountain of dad jokes. Yeah. Just an unending fountain of dad. And it was the I, most amazing thing I've ever done. I don't think they get paid that much, though. No, and the he old, needs to take that pay cut and live his say, dream. Artists suffer for their art. Artists suffer for their art. That's what you do. Uh, not me. It's worth it. So you're going around with this couple that knows so all the I'm going around with this couple, and, and they, have, they have an annual pass, and they're from San Francisco, and they go like once a month. So they drive down there Jesus. once a month and do the shit. They're hard fucking core about this Love stuff. Love it. I... I love Disneyland, but I don't need to go that often. So I try to hold off, and then I'll sure. go with them, do it right, do it big, bounce out. So now I'm like, we've been planning this thing with Kevin and his girlfriend, Paula, for a long time. Because she, she's been before, but she's never done it right. She's one of these people who are like, oh, Disneyland's not that cool. She doesn't fucking know anything. So I'm like, we're fucking hitting this hard. My girlfriend, not the biggest fan of Disneyland. So it's like, we're going with a bunch of party poopers. Yeah. But I'm like, I knew, because what you're saying, I'm like, they'll believe. They'll fucking believe. We're going to make them feel good about mm-hmm. this. It's going to be awesome. And it was the best goddamn weekend of my life. Because we get there. Sure. We hit everything right. We went on every fucking ride. We didn't wait in hardly any lines. Like, it was just like we just fast pass, whatever. The girlfriends run into another thing to get fast passes for the group for the next ride. And it's like it was like a well-oiled machine. So explain machine. the fast pass to me. You run and check in and you get so, fast. Yes. The fast passes is there's like a, a machine thingy that you can like scan your ticket on and then it'll print you this little like other ticket that's like come back between this time and this time you can go into a separate line for this ride gotcha but you're only allowed to get a certain amount of those fast passes per hour gotcha. or whatever so there's like there is a really nice strategy to like being able to hit everything mm-hmm. gotcha. if you just fucking play this right and you have runners you need to have runners that's See, this sounds okay. like way too much effort thank but, you but that's the thing way too we much didn't effort. need to do that. when you're with somebody who knows the ins and outs of it it's not effort it's just it's ingrained into their exactly. Head. Yeah. And so, so they're they just they're go taking do us it. through this thing, and we had this nice casual stroll just one, from yeah, one thing here. to the next thing. You'll yeah. never even know the runners doing it. exactly. Yeah. You'll never even know. Just you get out of a ride, and you're like, "Oh my god, Monsters Inc. is so cute!" And then somebody hands you a sheet of paper that's like, "Congratulations, you have a golden ticket to another fucking amazing time." Exactly. All right. And then you that's go so- and you do it. And in addition to that, then we get to each ride, and they know the best seat on every single ride. So they they're going up and talking to the the cast member, as they're called at Disneyland. And they're like, hey, we want the back seat for this ride. We want the front seat for that ride. We want these guys in this seat and all this stuff. I'm like, my God, this is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. So it was amazing. And we were just like having this whole time. I had a whole Snapchat story and people got to see the, the day as it went on in, mm-hmm. in my life. The biggest change and update since the last time I was there is Star Wars. Yeah. Now, tomorrow season, was, was season, season of the, of the Force, Force happening. So we went there the first weekend that it came out. And I'm like. This is fucking awesome. Have you seen this yet? I haven't been. My wife is my wife is literally sending me pictures from Season of the Force today. She's there. She's there, and I'm just like, God son bless. of a so, bitch. Thanks, PlayStation. Season of the Force <laughs> is everything 
that Colin hates in one beautiful, beautiful little area. General yeah. Grievous is Where- there. He's just, <laughs> actually, all they have is General Grievous. All they have are ten different General Grievous. It's just him and Jango Fett yeah. just hanging out <laughs> together. It's Jango so Fettland. It's, they took over Tomorrowland. God, it's a fucking nightmare. Tomorrowland is just mini Star Wars Land. They're working on Star Wars Land. So what? So what's happening is we knew we had to go this weekend, this November. 21st weekend because it was the first weekend of the Star Wars shit and it was the last weekend that was not blocked out because of like Christmas and um, holidays and all that stuff because on January 10th they're getting rid of Disneyland Disneyland is going to shit for the next two years because yeah. they're building Star Wars Land. They're getting rid Where of fucking they, Fantasmic. Are, oh, so they're they're actually demolishing. They're not actually adding to the park. They're demolishing. They're like, demoing parts of the park. To they're demoing the and adding to it behind yeah. in that like uh what. I'm a, a major part, fantastic. yeah. A the major part of like Tomorrowland, and then like really? a yeah. bunch of parts of like some of the other, pla- like the Fairy Tale Land and stuff like that. Like anything that borders on where Star Wars Land is going to be is going to be. It's going to be a bad time. Eminent domain. Yeah, yeah. The Empire is coming in. The Empire is fucking coming. <laughs> yeah. So wait, are they are they going Darth to do away with Treasure Island? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, love that. I used to make bummer, out with man. so many girls. That's the Makeout Island, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's the spot. Uh, so Makeout Island might still is probably still going to exist. Uh, Don't do that in Wikipedia again, yeah, dude. Good lord. <laughs> now to be Tatooine. Let me tell you something. Go to Disney World when you're like 14, 15, and you're like maybe you're tripping, maybe you're doing whatever. It doesn't matter. Maybe but you go. Cocaine. The first thing you head to is Tom Sawyer Island because mm-hmm. you're. Probably there with like a bunch of a bunch of other horny teens. Yeah. And you go into the dark. You go into Injun Joe's cave, which is mm-hmm. like that's a terrible thing to still have something named. You go into Injun Joe's cave and you make out by the giant fake crystals and you sit there for like two hours. And, and that's what, what you, you did. That's what you mm-hmm. do at Disneyland. Yeah. So I don't even get rid of that. Okay. Because they need that. Because for think fantastic. of the children. And yeah, I there's mean, a lot of 14 year old big of, beautiful kids out yeah, there. Yeah, there's big beautiful unprotected children <laughs> have to penetrate each other. I used to do an I used Joe's to do that. I was a big fan of making out at the haunted mansion, by the way, because that's when it was spooky and they were a little scared. All right, so and let's add a, let's add back macho. to my story. Yeah, freaking it's winter time, so we get the Nightmare Before Christmas haunted mansion, oh, which I've never been on. That's awesome. And I'm was like, it cool? This is oh yeah, it's fucking awesome. And it's like they, they just Disneyland. They're like, hey Tim, you, we hear we heard you were coming. We're just gonna fucking make this perfect. No rides were closed, which is blasphemy. I've never been to Disneyland where they're not like, oh, Splash Mountain's closed. Sorry, it's under renovation. Whatever. Everything was fucking open because they're closing everything for Star Wars Land. The Aladdin show, Nick. The Aladdin show. It's gone forever. The Aladdin show is gone forever. It's going. It's just fucking. It's gone. Can I tell okay. you? The news was so big, yeah. Nick couldn't process it. He had to say it's it again. Upsetting, What's amazing is no, I thought he was joking. Me. I have no idea. There's no, because it's in the, no in the California idea. Adventure. They're replacing it with Frozen because Frozen is taking the fuck over. Yeah, Frozen's the one thing besides Star Wars that there's just even more. If you go to if you go to Epcot Center now, which is like they have the World Pavilion, which like every country has a ride about like the history of that country. They fucking demolished Norway and turned it into Frozen. They're like, yeah, Norway is where Frozen comes from. All the rest of the rides are still educational. Yeah, <laughs> but Fro- but Norway is just like, and that's when the ice princess got her magical powers. Anyway, Norway, am I right? <laughs> oh, wow. Socialism and ice princesses. We'll see you later. Yeah. 
So so they're getting rid of the Aladdin show, which is amazing. And they have this genie that does like improv comedy, who I'm trying to get to host Kind of Funny Live too. We'll see how that goes. Um, but Did you he, actually talk to him? No. Is it an actual uh, genie? Not. But no, he's like, he's a thing. Like everybody, if you've been there, like you know this guy. I, I, I mean, I know who the genie is. D- yes. Rob uh, Williams. The, 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 oh R.I.P. my God. The, but the guy is so fucking funny. And like in the show, he does all this improv comedy based on like modern shit. Can What's he come as the genie? Now? Probably not. Is it still right. improv or is he have these bits he's rehearsed? It's, I don't know why. Well, it's, yeah. It's like, it's a mix. They change shit up. I'm sure it's like rehearsed stuff, but like okay. there's bits and lines that they, they change up. They're making Patriots jokes and like shit like that that went over my head, but people thought they were funny. Um, Fuck the Patriots. That's what yeah, he says. Boy, that's exactly what the genie said, actually. It's vulgar. Yeah. So they're replacing that with Frozen, Fuck which is very man. upsetting, but they're moving the Aladdin show to a Fuck Disney Tom cruise. Brady. Whatever. We got to see it for one of the last times before January 10th, and it was fucking amazing as always. Then we continue all this stuff. Let's go back to Season of the Force, Tomorrowland, right? Holy shit, you can't walk anywhere without hearing Star Wars music playing. And I'm like, this is just fucking heaven. Love it. This is the best. I just keep looking at Kevin, and Kevin is just sweating like happiness. Just stormtroopers. Like, and and sweat. I just sweat. Okay. Stormtroopers run around in the streets and just like fuck with people. Yeah. Stormtroopers, stormtroopers are, are talking characters. Very few characters are allowed to speak, but because the stormtrooper helmets make everybody's voice sound like, can- like canon stormtroopers, they're allowed to talk, and they just fuck with people. And it's amazing. It's amazing. They're in character. It's so good. <laughs> did you, so did good. you tell any of them like this, these aren't the droids you're looking no, for? And no, like, we, 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 we were running around. We were doing things, Craig. They'll we play along with that, mission. though. If you do shit oh, like sure. that, that's the beautiful thing about Disney is you can do things like that and they Honey. play along. Yeah. <laughs> so, Season of the Force, the biggest thing, they took Space Mountain mm-hmm. and made it Hyperspace Mountain. Sweet. Now you go, all right, Space Mountain. Is that my favorite Hyper ride Space Mountain is when they get yeah. rid of the safety bars and they run it at double speed. <laughs> so get it, ready, it is America. It is faster. But instead of it just being like the countdown and the music playing. So, Colin, if you don't know what Space Mountain is, it's a roller coaster. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't fucking know. I don't know your history. I've been to Disney World and Disneyland more than anyone in this room. Just wanted to throw that out Good. there. And then I'm just going to push my microphone away. That's not really true. I, I always bust, your, <laughs> I always like, bust really? the balls. I, I've been to Disney World probably like eight times, and I've been to Disneyland a couple times. So, so I don't know I, what Space Mountain is. I, know okay. I, yeah, Space I mean, I know Mountain, what it is. For the uninitiated, Space Mountain is a mountain. I don't know if you're fucking with me or not. Uh-huh. Where you're, I, I wasn't sure. I didn't, I didn't remember <laughs> that. But there's a roller coaster indoors, and they turn off all the lights, and there's like stars everywhere. So it looks like you're just flying in space. Yeah. There's groovy music. There's music playing. And yeah, that 60s, do, like, like, 60s uh, synthesizer space music is playing yeah. all the time. Yeah, Lost in Space shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Going on so an adventure in And it was the made 60s. in the 60s when, uh, when roller coaster technology was more about giving you whiplash than doing loops and stuff. Yeah. So it's just constantly, oh. like, oh. listing you from side yeah. to side. Yeah. And, like, doing little drops to, like, keep the G-force up so you're just constantly crunched yeah. into it's your ter- own ribcage. What, what, what a great experience. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is, a, that is amazing, and it is, it's my favorite ride, hands down, at Disneyland. So, like, all right, we're going to make it even better. It's going to be Star Wars-themed. So the entire line, it's all this, like, Star Wars shit playing. See Admiral Ackbar fucking doing all this shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Then you get does on. Does he say it's a trap? In the ride, he does. So... You're going up, and then you you know the part of the roller coaster, Greg, where you go. The scariest part. Before you go down. You're going up, and you're in this fucking tube of TV screens. But it's like, you just looks like you're in a tube, right? And they're playing shit, and you're just in space, and you're going up, and there's fucking the Star Wars theme music starts playing, and everyone has chills, and everyone's looking at each other. There's goosebumps everywhere. Like, holy shit, this is awesome. Then you're going up, and all of a sudden it goes into fucking hyperspace, and you go, and then 
Star Wars music keeps playing. You drop into space. There's TV screens everywhere, but it's all like black, so it looks like you're in space. And there's fucking X-Wings and TIE Fighters, and they're shooting lasers everywhere. And I'm like, holy no. fucking shit, this is the best. This that sounds cool. Awesome. It's amazing. Cool. YouTube videos awesome. of it. Look up Hyperspace Mountain. It is incredible. It is unbelievably incredible. And then you just go through it, and it's longer than Space Mountain. It's like, oh, cool, even more. And then you fucking end up Wait, you, you what, how the, the physics of that work? How is it... How is it faster than Space Mountain normally, but also take longer? That's impossible. No, no. No, 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 no. So no. It, it, there's different. They, they <laughs> speed up and slow down. That's not how space time works. The beginning, the beginning is slower, so that it lasts longer. The, so by longer, you mean the, the most boring part of a, of but a roller not, coaster. But it's not boring. <laughs> it's not boring when you're in a tube of Star Wars. Okay. Trust me. All right. It's amazing. So then you finish that ride, and you're like, all right, what else am I going to do? And then you're like, I guess I'm going to go to Star Tours. If you don't know what Star Tours is, Greg. I it's, don't. it's one of those, like... That's you, a great ride. A 40, That's a 4D type ride. thing where you get in a thing, and the ship moves Yeah, and it's stuff. a simulator it's a ride. The cart's moving. You're watching Check. a projected yeah, it's movie. it's awesome. And uh, they added a whole um, Force Awakens bit that's guaranteed. That it's a randomized thing. So Kylo you get three Loren different comes random, up. Kylo Loren does not, not <laughs> Hi, show up. Hi, I'm Kylo up. Loren, everybody. No. I wanted to thank you I'm for coming. Kylo Loren. I am French I'm Jedi actor Kylo Loren. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all welcome my good friend well, Watto. Well, <laughs> welcome to my foyer. <laughs> um, but my boy BBA comes through, and he meets R2-D2, and there's this moment that's like, I like this. I like yeah. everything about this. They so kiss? then they do kiss. So then you leave slow, Star Tours. Real slow. And then they go to the Captain EO Theater, which if you don't know what Captain EO is, do you know what Captain EO I don't EO know what Captain is? EO Captain is. EO, the ending and the destruction of Captain EO is one of the greatest travesties in the history of mankind. Captain EO was directed so by Francis Ford Coppola. So I know his, his, his daughter makes wine. You sit, yes, the winemaker. <laughs> they gave him a movie camera and Michael Jackson in the early 80s and they said, we're going to make a movie with ILM about Michael Jackson, starship captain in space. Greenlit, go. Go. That's the entire Captain EO 3D experience. It's a 3D movie where starship captain Michael Jackson saves <laughs> space with the power of rhythm. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's really good. Actually. It's, it's fucking, so good. It's fucking amazing. They got rid of it around the time of all that, you know, child stuff well he had a lot of rain but then, it, then they brought it back when he died so it's been their last couple years but then now they, they take it away whenever there's marvel movies and stuff they'll make like special trailers mm -hmm. for it so now even though there's marvel movies something more important there's star wars movies so there's a thing called path of the jedi which all it is is a 10 minute trailer for the force awakens that just is it's a it's essentially a recap of all the other star wars movies if you just took all of them and made a 10 minute trailer out of it. That sounds awesome. And add 40 effects and fucking light and shit. Oh my God, Nick. You would just. That sounds awesome. It's so, so Did good. Did you buy Because it drink? builds up. You get the, the six movies and it just goes black for a second. And obviously you just hear that piano key. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm nobody. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm Nick. 41K Twitter followers. No big deal. Nick. Did you, get a, on Twitter. did you get a drink out of a BB-8? Well, so then, after <laughs> this amazing experience, you obviously go to Pizza Port, the restaurant, mm -hmm. and you go and you can get all these things. You get a fucking BB-8 cup. So, yeah. Cool. There's a couple of those in our shit. It was fucking awesome. And then they had, there was pizza. That didn't sound like a, an enthusiastic or serious. Well, he cool. looked at me for more. I'm like, I'm in it. No, I'm it's cool. I'm it's great. Okay. So, far. so then we're doing all this other stuff. What's Pizza Port? That sounds like the most interesting one so far. It's a future pizza place Yeah, from it's the like future. the Toy Story pizza place. I thought that's right. Do they have the claw yeah. machine and the guys? I mean, all Because they all go, crawl. Well, now things are Star Wars themed, so it's special. So they go, Kylo Loren. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Um, and then there's this Hello, day where you can meet Darth I, Vader. Kylo Loren. Pizza <laughs> chef Kylo Loren. Please enjoy your pizza pie. <laughs> Me, I recommend the Millennium Falcon special. It's <laughs> a great name for a pizza. Then there's this building Mushrooms. you can go into and you can buy a bunch of Star Wars shit, obviously. And then there's a, you can meet Darth Vader. You can meet Chewbacca. Wait, they have a whole bunch out. of the uh, like actual suits from the movies, like all the various movies and props and all that stuff. Then they, they remade the Cantina Bar. Which is fucking awesome. Does the song take play pictures on the loop? there? Oh yeah, figuring oh, yeah. Dan. <laughs> so it's great. And the modal nodes playing some jizz music for you. <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing it, and they're doing it well. And then after that, jizz music. We just went about all the normal <laughs> Disneyland, Disneyland stuff, right? Jizz music. That's the official That's name for it. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. They Instead don't of really. Jazz? They don't really say it anymore. There are, there are things. <laughs> there are things that. But in the. But like in 1977, jizz wasn't slang. Mm. Like it just wasn't. So mm. what's jazz music in the future? Oh, it's jizz because it's from space. Got it. Jizz music. But now they call it wad music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kylo Ren. <laughs> Welcome to my jizz music emporium. <laughs> I think they renamed it Sperm Music. Sperm they thought that music. would be better. Like, it's a little more uh, PC. A little more PC. <laughs> to speed this up, because I know we're, we're running out of time. Oh, you're doing here. great. Oh, there's a, a, there's a couple things. Because there's a whole bunch of rides that I'd love to, to wax poetic about. Maybe at some point I'll make a single video where I'm just fucking talking for an hour. Where do you stand on It's a Small World? Oh, worst ride of all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was just, so I mean, we're on was, different sides of the table. You remember Pirates of the Caribbean? Though. Now, I do want That was the one ride that we had to wait in line for. Okay. That's why you so, hate it. See, there you're, was you're that. bringing in your own personal bias. And actually, it was this was the first time I ever wrote on it, and okay. I was just not impressed. No, it's not impressive anymore. Impressive yeah. It's it's a window into the '60s. That's one of the things mm. that I like the most about Disneyland, as opposed to like Disney World, is I went to Disneyland for the first time a couple years ago, and uh, it is a window into 1960s America. It was built then. It looks like it was built then. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody built. It's like somebody saw Disney World and was like, "I want to build that in my backyard with the money that I have lying around." It has this like quaint. Like Saturday evening post magazine cover quality. A Norman to it. Rockwell painting. Yeah, exactly. Of our robotic presidents walking down the street. <laughs> Abe Lincoln, robot. <laughs> is, that, is Hall of Presidents still a thing? A Hall of Presidents is in Disney World. Right, right, right. And then. Uh, and then Lincoln. Yeah, thing. Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is the one in Disneyland. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So Disneyland, besides the rides and all that stuff, what it's really known for is its shows. So there's a whole bunch of different shows. There's Fantasmic, which is this amazing thing where Mickey fights a dragon. It's the fucking best thing in the entire world. But they're ending that, you said? They're ending it for two years. Gotcha. Until they're done with Star Wars. Line. Okay. It goes into the back. Disney they'll vault. Never, yeah, it's going into the vault. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll never get rid of Fantasmic, though. It's That's classic. So the other shows are World of Color, which is this amazing thing in, in uh, California Adventure where they shoot water into the air and ah. they project video onto the water. And they and sing this song that sounds like it's from like... Sounds like it's from like Mr. Toad era Disney. Like everything, like these fountains come up and they start projecting colors onto the fountains. And this like 60s lady choir is like, The world is a symphony of color. You fucking nailed that. <laughs> so, what was cool about this? I've seen World of Color a bazillion times at this point, and. This one is it's the 60th anniversary, so they have a new thing, and Neil Patrick Harris is like yeah. leading the whole thing. It's kind of weird, but like I'm, I was into it. I was. In, it's not as good as the first World of Color for sure. But first time I saw it, so I'm like, that's cool. And for the first time ever, they did two World of Color shows where they also did the Winter Dreams like holiday spectacular, where they did Fleece Navidad and Kevin got all excited. 
just because he's Kevin. And um, it was great. It was really, it was a lot of fun. They added the Star Wars bit. So I'm hearing Star Wars music. They're fucking flames everywhere because now it's like World of Color. It can't just be water. No. There's fucking fire. Some of the fountains are fire. And the first time that happens, it surprises the hell out of you because fire doesn't come out of ponds. Like, you're like, <laughs> like that's not a Something's thing. gone wrong. Something. We need to evacuate the world of, of color. All the elements have gone topsy-turvy. The world of color has been compromised. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazing, though. Like, the Star Wars bit is like, it's the most impressive thing ever where you, there's, they're shooting up these walls of water like a hundred feet high shooting uh projecting star wars scenes on it mm -hmm. shooting lasers and shit and then fire starts shooting up and then from the viewing area there's this like and then rocks a bunch of, they just start throwing rocks at there, people no, there's a bunch of there's All a bunch of, the of grass, elements are present grass and dirt and they start shooting up like <laughs> it looks like things are exploding into the crowd and like dirt things will just fucking fly up yeah it's Awesome. My boy Qui-Gon Jinn show up? No, nah, he, he, he didn't get the, the memo. Gotcha. He didn't show up. Um, I would like to introduce you to my friend Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> Thank you, Kylo Ren. As you know, I am Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> then the, the, the last show is the fireworks, which are amazing. And they had a new 60th anniversary show. And so they kind of, the fireworks, are the, it's the main show. So they're like, let's take a little bit of everything and just put it together. So now there's the castle. And they're playing all the music and everything's epic and fucking fireworks, which is great. And they have the best fireworks in the entire world. But then now they add shit where it's like Tinkerbell fucking flies over the castle. Yeah. So there's just like this uh, tightrope yeah, yes. human being nice. in this light up suit. And she's just fucking flying around. It's Here's a fun fact. If you live in Orlando, Florida and you're an actor, one of the only union acting jobs is Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is a union job because you can see her face. She works every day. So she has to be an employee, and she gets stunt and hazard pay. The highest paid actor in Orlando, Florida at any time is the girl who plays Tinkerbell at Disney World. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Sometimes there's a Dumbo. Sometimes there's a Nemo. Sometimes there's a Dumbo. I mean, it depends. If you got, like, a really hot Dumbo. Is it a real elephant? Like, It, it is. <laughs> It'll make you believe it can fly. It's crazy. You got a Dumbo that's really owning the part? Mm-hmm. Maybe that guy makes a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The tink. <laughs> So what they're doing now that's different is if there's so Main Street is like the the street that kind of leads down Main to the Street, castle. USA. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, smells like cookies. So now they project things. They've learned about the projection from the water stuff they've been doing sure, for years. Sure. So now they project things onto the castle. So it's like you'll see scenes from the movies and shit on the castle. But then they start changing the castle. So it's the Sleeping Beauty castle. And then they're like, well, what if we wanted to make it the Frozen castle? So they just fucking project and all of a sudden it's a different goddamn castle. And I'm like, this is insane. This is a scene where it's just flipping through all the goddamn castles. I'm very impressed, Greg. I'm very I can impressed. tell. I'm then Let It Go starts playing and then fucking fake snow starts falling from everywhere. Now that's impossible. Ah, oh, but they did it. They fucking Kevin, did. They found a way. I, I don't even have to ask the question, so I'll jump right to the point. What did it taste like? <laughs> don't act like you didn't put out your tongue and eat it. What did it taste Oh, okay. okay. It gave everyone chemical burns when it landed on them. It's fake snow. It's white. It's it, white phosphorus. Yeah. <laughs> but so they wanted. They it wanted to make sure. It was in the projected light, but it will burn a child. <laughs> they wanted to make sure that the no matter where you were, it was a cool experience. So the entire thing of Main Street, they project onto all of the buildings different shit. So it's like there's this whole thing going on. I'm like, good lord, these guys. It's like I'm in a, a fucking music video right now. Mm -hmm. And it's everything I've ever asked for yeah. or wanted. That's and awesome. It's perfect. Then there's a thing called Paint the Night, which is a parade where everyone's just in neon lights and shit. You should also YouTube that. Very impressive. Now, Paint the Night was a syndicated television series that was mostly known for being on USA in the 90s about sexy detectives. What? Yeah, now they made it into a parade. No, but doesn't it sound like it was? That was amazing. It does. Yeah. It came on right I was, after I was Silk like, I think I've seen that. One of them, yeah, after Silk Stockings, it was Paint the Night. And one was a detective and one was an art dealer. And they solved sexy art murders. 
Did you ever watch the Red Paint Shoe the Diaries? <laughs> I remember the Red Shoe Diaries, yeah. <laughs> David Duchovny's finest work. To end the story. Yeah. Is Paint the Night the what we guessed? Thing, I mean, it's kind of close. Were we close? Yeah. You're in the ballpark of what it is. Walking down Main Street Disneyland, you see detectives solving a crime. Sexy detectives. The most important solving thing that happened crimes. in this entire trip was where we went to dinner. Now, oh. there's this thing called Club 33. Yep. Right. I've mentioned it on the show before about how I want to go there. It's a really big deal. You can't get in no matter what. The only way to, to, to go there is if you pay this ridiculous fee I mean, it's like thousands of dollars. You have to wait on a waiting D20 list for like a, like a hundred years and all this fucking shit. And then eventually you can you can gain access to pay to get in and all this stuff. Everyone wants to go. No one can get in, including gotcha. me. And oh. I'm very upset about this. Now, flashback to like episode 37 of the Game of Greg show. Last time I talked about Disneyland. And I'm like, hey, I want to go to uh, Club 33. If anyone out there can make that happen, tell me. So my boy Joey out there. My boy Joey. No. He tweets at me. Totally no. random, not knowing I'm going to Disneyland. He's like, hey, would you want to go to Club 33? No. Like, if you ever did, let me know. So I you know, slide into his DMs, and I'm like, hey, Joey. Yeah, I would. I'm going to Disneyland with my crew this week. Can we make this happen? Now, at this point, I got to be honest with all of you. I'm like, there's no way that this is real. This is bullshit. But you know what? Joey just wants a DM from his favorite guy, Tim Gibbs. And I'm like, there's just no way. And I'm like, we'll see. So then he immediately messages back. We start going back and forth. Let's get some information. All of a sudden, I get an email from Disney. No. It's like, you're invited. And I'm like, no. I, don't, I was like, I don't believe this. So I was like, whatever. So then I'm telling all my friends, I'm telling these Disney fanatics, like, so we're invited to Club 33, but I don't believe it. And we'll see. And so they're like, all right. And they totally. They're like, they're show like, us the email. We'll check for authenticity. We show them. But it, like, it was still one of those things. <laughs> so we get there and we plan on going. And it's like we had to wear certain clothes. And like, it's, I mean, it's an exclusive thing. No underwear. Thing. Right? No underwear. Totally yeah. banned from the underwear. So we get there. And so Club 33, for the people that don't know. where the eyes follow you and they <laughs> scan for your underwear. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very exclusive thing. And it's just a random door. That just it's the address is just thirty three. Yeah, and you go up to it and you ring a doorbell and whatever. So then they they had to move it because too many people were fucking with it from the original. So they renovated and there's this whole other building, but it's just part of Disneyland. And so you always see Wait, people. It's not by the Blue Bayou anymore. Oh, it is. It is, but okay. it's just like a different part of it. Okay. So it's just a new door. Um. So you you can look online. There's just a bunch of people. They always posting pictures in front of the door and stuff. I was like, oh, it's Club Thirty Three, whatever. So I get there and I see people. They're all Instagramming and shit. And I look at it. And I'm like, there's a, a doorbell. I'm like, I don't want to do we just ring the doorbell like. This is kind of weird. No! Ring the doorbell. <laughs> Hello? I'm like, uh, this is Getty's for uh, 530? And they're like, the door just like opens. And no! Like, <laughs> we all start freaking the fuck out. We're just like, play cool, play cool. We walk in, and it was just like, oh my God, we're on the other side of the door. So yeah. I took a picture of the other side of the door, because duh. Mm -hmm. Then we're in there, and I'm like, we're all freaking out. I'm like, I can't believe this is, this is legit. We actually fucking got in. So we're freaking the fuck out. And then Kevin goes from playing it cool to completely losing his shit because the host goes up to him and goes, hey, would any of you like some hot chocolate? Kevin no! starts <laughs> Kevin starts freaking out. They have this little like hot chocolate fountain. No! You just go, you just go over Kevin, to. how sick did you make yourself in that hot chocolate fountain? <laughs> Kevin doesn't let his body just, tell him what to do. He's just fucking hands did you swim into in it. Like, it. Did you swim in it like a goose? He's just glute? Augustus glooped it. He fucking glooped that fountain. So, so we they rolled so him out stoked. of Club Thirty Three like Violet Beauregard. <laughs> That's amazing. 
So we're in this place and we don't know how to handle ourselves. We're trying. We're trying to be good. And they have all. Are these they rules. okay with you taking photos? So they're they're like, you're allowed to take photos. You're not allowed to take video. Okay. So I'm like, okay, that's good to know. Right? Guys, just for like, just for like a little bit of context here, a charger plate. You know the plate that they put down. Uh, when you sit at a nice restaurant that no food goes on. It's just the plate that's on the table, and then they pull it away before your appetizer comes. A few years ago, Club 33 changed their charger plates, and so there were a few plates that made it out, that made it to members. A charger plate from Club 33 went on eBay for $13,000. Club 33 is like Disney Mecca. It's like Disney Valhalla. It's like... They the only thing bigger than getting into Club Thirty Three for dinner is spending a night at the Dream Suite. No one spends a night at the Dream Suite. <laughs> Next goal. It's a Challenge secret. If you guys yeah. have any hookups, <laughs> <laughs> the Dream Suite is the secret tiny apartment in the theme park that's just for Disney guests, mm-hmm. where the entire thing is a magical. Like it's a whole. It's, it's a whole thing. The the fireplace is a real fireplace, but also a magical projection of fireworks can happen in your fireplace. Like it's magical. It's okay. Disneyland. That Club sounds 30, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Club 33 is just like one step below one that. step below that. It's like every Disney person would kill you. They would yeah. have killed you if oh, they had known. Dude, trust me. I know. Anybody in that park would have sliced your throat and been like, I'm Tim Getty. So so we're in there. <laughs> we're walking in and we're like, okay, this is crazy. So then the the like host comes down to get us. I'm like, all right, this is already the most legit thing I've ever done. And then it's one flight of stairs up and it's a beautiful flight of stairs. And they're like, would you like to take the stairs or would you like to take the elevator? And we're like, just look at him. He's like, you want to take the elevator? And we're like, okay. We get in the elevator to go up one flight. And he's like, this is the most expensive elevator in uh, California. No! And we're just like, yes, this is awesome. Why? <laughs> and we get out, and then you just walk down this hall that's just like, just windows on all, both sides. You can like, look down at the the whole- uh um, The plebs? What's it called? The, the, uh, <laughs> the Blue Bayou. The Blue Bayou The area. working class people. And like, you can just see where we just were outside, right? And we're walking, and the, the, host, the host is bringing us, and he turns around and looks at all of us. He goes, before we get seated, would you like to, to look down and, and look down at all the peasants out there? And I'm like- <laughs> so much and so they they totally i mean all it is is a nice restaurant that's really all it is but they really play it up nice. and they make you feel so fucking special and they make you feel like it is what you think it is because it is then you get in then you sit down and it's like they're talking about all the charger plates and stuff i've never seen that much plates i don't know why we needed that many plates kev how but- many charger plates you steal so, so to give you this point, Kevin has passed out in the sea <laughs> of hot chocolate. chocolate. What what are your girlfriends like who aren't into Disney like you guys, but you two goobers are flipping the I fuck mean, at, out? At, at this point, oh, like yeah. with how this trip had went and like up until this point in the day, everything went perfectly. We hit everything we needed to. And then you get to this and it's like we actually made it in. Yeah. Because we did not believe we were going to. And so they're, they're all, I mean, they made you feel special. So the, the girls are like. Okay. freaking out as well. Okay. okay. So we're in there, we're looking at the stuff, and then all of a sudden they're like, I don't even remember the details. You might need to help me on this. They changed out our napkins from white oh. napkins to black napkins. Yeah, they came out, they're like, we're so sorry. These are all inside. Yeah, my wife, by the way, asks for that every single time she's wearing dark pants. Because you get white lint on the pants. Not problems I've ever had. Club 33! <laughs> <laughs> Air horn! <laughs> <laughs> Stormtroopers hitting the ground! <laughs> 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 they just run around your table. 
so there's like there's balconies you can walk out and just like look at everything and it's like a perfect view of like you can see the fireworks you see everything i'm like this is unbelievable this is just so crazy you can buy either a five course or six course meal and that's just what you buy and then they just bring you shit and sure it's like, this is incredible food's good um yeah i mean it was, it's great then you can leave and when you're done with it there's like this whole there's a bar and like this lounge area and the, the service is like impeccable they have the frozen head of Walt Disney in the center <laughs> of the lounge. The only place <laughs> in the Disneyland. Fire pit would be. <laughs> it's the only place in Disneyland that you can drink. Mm. So this is key. So we got fucking shwasty. Yeah. Nice. I, I was going to say, don't fucking leave that place. Oh, That's yeah. the okay. thing I would Oh, we, we stayed for as long as we, we physically could before our the couple we were with was like, we got to go. We got to fucking go. There's still pa- fast passes to be utilized. Um, Would you go the, back on rides after this? Yeah, fast yeah, pass to Drunk me? Town that in the middle of like do. this beautiful but, food court uh, of wonder. Aren't you like in nice like you're like in nice clothes, right? Are you still in like your shorts and t-shirts? There, there was like changing situations okay, okay. going on. Yeah, um, so I would have just camped at that bar. I but they, but so, they, so they had they, the, the story's not done yet. They right. had these like it was like not a gift shop because it's Club Thirty Fucking Three. Mm-hmm. It was more of like a gift like display em- emporium. <laughs> yeah, so it's not too many things, but it ranges from like. Hats to like freaking ridiculous fancy bougie bags and stuff that cost like fifty thousand dollars. Sure, you bought one. So what I'm looking, what I was surprised at is there was stuff that was pretty cheap. So there's the there's the ears hats, and me and Kevin were like, we got to get ears, we got to get them embroidered, we got to rep the brand. Faberge ears. Strictly for Club Thirty Three. <laughs> so they, they had ears, crystal. Yeah. They had Swarovski ears. So twenty five dollars. So heavy. Huh? They, no, they had shit like that though. Yeah, they really did. Really? Yeah. But the ears that we were looking at, twenty five bucks. So and I'm like, that's dope. how much all ears are. So yeah. I'm like, but this these is, looks different. These are fancier. I mean, it's the Club Thirty Three logo. Gotcha, and thank it's you. Like you can only get it there. So I'm like, ha, we're getting fucking ears. So I bought my ears, and I'm super stoked about it. Then we go like we're like we gotta get them embroidered. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we're gonna try to get. At kind of funny Kevin and at Tim Gettys on our fucking hats because that's the type of people we are. Sure. So we go to like after all this shit in Disneyland Adventures and we're so happy. We go to get them embroidered and that becomes the most issues we've ever had ever because they're like we bring them to California Adventure and we're like hey can you embroider this? The people freaked the fuck out. They're like, oh, we can't do that on those. We're not supposed to touch. And those. It's just like it's like oh, it's like we haven't it's like they haven't seen them before. They're like holy shit! How so did you, you went get back these? to like you went back to like caveman people and you bring out like your iPad. Yeah, or something. I, would, I would love it if the story ended with you guys in Disney jail and then fucking like waterboarding you to figure out yeah. where you got these things from. If like this, clearly you didn't did go you kill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who did you rob to if get the these? security droid sees me taking these ears from you? I'll be put in employee prison for 37 years. Yeah. So so we go there and they're like, you, you need to go to Disneyland. Like, maybe maybe they'll do it for you. Because if we ruin this, like, I don't even know. We might get fired. And we're just like, holy shit, calm the fuck down. Kevin is just like, I don't care if you ruin it. Like, if you fuck something, who cares? It's a hat. And they're so, like, you don't understand. Yeah, no, they were like freaking out. So then we go to Disneyland to get also, this shit done. Also, you're not allowed to say things like that about Club 30. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could also wind up in Disney jail for that. And they're like, they're like, we're like, all right, cool. Here's an officially a broidery place. Like, we'll be fine. We go in and they're like, oh, you can't, you can't get those on your hats. I'm like, at this point, they're okay with embroidering something. Yeah. They're not okay with it saying that. Yeah. Like, there can't be at symbols. I'm like, really? Like, that's your issue. Like, like what if that's my actual name? Is it just uh, not? So then I'm like, it's my name. Like, it's literally my name with an at symbol. And they're like, uh. And we thought Kevin was fucked. We thought they wouldn't put kind of funny Kevin. I'm like, they'll put my name. That's not going to be a goddamn issue. Mm-hmm. So what became an issue is the fact that they had to call managers. It, it turned into this whole thing. And then eventually they're like, all right, he can have kind of funny Kevin. You can't have Tim Gettys. I'm like, what? They're like, we can't put your last name on there. And I'm like, it's me. It's 
that's who I am. And I showed them like my Twitter. I showed them my ID. I showed them everything. I'm like, at Tim Gettys, this is me. Like, this is legit. Yeah. They're like, no, well, we can't. You can't do that. I'm like, all right, can I put let Tim host on it? Like, I said, can I put hashtag let Tim host? Like, yes. And then they're like doing those. You can't do the hashtags. No hashtags. This is fucking Is it that the embroidery, the embroidery machine doesn't have no, a hashtag? No, it had it. Why put it in the machine if you can't have I, it? It was, oh man. But Why order the one Disney. that does hashtags if you can't put a hashtag Please on Please tell something? me you just settled on Bort. No, so I, I just got <laughs> let to most. And he got kind of funny Kevin, so I had to deal with that. It's a Simpsons but reference. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that after all of that, I couldn't get Tim Gettys on my hat. Okay. Sorry what's to hear you, that. Okay, well, what's your name, manager? Okay, Karen? Can I get Karen sucks? <laughs> Can I get Karen's the worst Disney employee ever without a hashtag? I want to get the hashtag later. Put on there, I'll never come back to Disney. <laughs> yeah. I would have fucking loved it if you put Karen sucks. Karen fucking sucks. Will you put on there that Club 33 is racist? Oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I want to give a huge shout out to David for helping us out because you really, really hooked us up with stuff and to my boy Joey. For That's amazing, Club 33 man. happened. That is oh, amazing. Wow. I'm I'm jealous of you. I'm oh, super jealous right it's now. It's fucking cool. It was lit. I can't tell my wife that I was in the same room with somebody who went to Club 33. <laughs> she'll, she'll, be, just, she'll just be angry. She'll, yeah. And she will transfer that anger onto me. There was a lot of anger on the internet. People yeah. were pissed. But I'm like... When they're haters. For, not, not they're really jealous haters. haters. Yeah. But uh, it was. it's one of those things where when you sit at this table and you have to talk about Disney this much and no one cares, this is why. You mm. Here's the thing. is I think that Club 33 should be its own topic. Mm-hmm. That was enough there. And that mm-hmm. story was, I was in rapture okay. the entire time. Okay. The Disneyland thing, bored to tears. Okay, it's fine. Didn't care. It happens. Don't care about I just, your hyperspace. This mountain. is the thing I want to, I haven't said almost anything on the show, but I want to say, I want to say this one thing. I still need you to go to Disney World. Because yeah. you talk about Disneyland over and over again, and I stand by the fact that Disney World's way better. Disney World There's, is way better. And like, no and like, Jesus, no get the van. Let's way. go. And, 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 and I'm just Come saying, on, boys. We're I'm going just, to Nazareth. If you, if you, <laughs> if you love Disneyland as much, I really think you're going to be blown oh, away by Disney I, World. I love Disney World, but like from all accords, like I, there's no one I know that loves Disneyland. And then has been to Disney World. Disney World, World like, is empirically better. Disney World is empirically better. It is larger. It has more attractions. Filler. It has more. Way to more. Do. Does it still but, have the hoopty doo review? But Disneyland has a charm to it that Disney World does not. Yeah, have. no, I agree. Disney World is and definitely more, is way more corporate and stuff like that. Yeah. But having been, I haven't been to either since I've been. Well, maybe an adult, but like when I was a, like an old, like a teenage, like 18, 19 or something like that. I think it was the last time. But I used to go to Disney World. Like I went, to, I went to Disney World quite a few times. Uh, in high school, and when I was a little kid, so uh, oh, I'd, be, I'd be interested to see what you what you think of it. I'd go I'd go in high school every summer with my friend Bryce and his dad. I think I've told that oh, story boy, before. Bryce. But I don't like I don't like theme parks anymore. The only theme park that's worth a damn to me anymore is Cedar Point, which is still like what is Cedar, Cedar Point? Which will kill you. Cedar, which will kill you dead. Cedar Point is in Ohio, and I've been there because uh, I was really really in the roller coaster when I was a kid. Geauga Lake. They will all, Kings Dominion. Kings all, Dominion. Virginia. All of those theme parks will kill you dead. I Cedar Point. When I went, Cedar Point had fourteen r- roller coasters. I think which like four of which are like world record breaking. Nine it, of them had literal holes like, in the track where they just they had to <laughs> jump in. They're they're insane. Like there was this there was this one called the Mantis, which was like a stand up coaster that like strapped you in. You like you stood up on it and like then it was like. The Raptor was one of them. There was, uh, we used to, my friend Bryce and his dad used to bring, we used to go all over the place because we were really into roller coasters every summer. We'd go to all these different parks. And I used to, oh my God, that place is fucking awesome. Or at least it was in the late 90s. Did your, your like friends ever Mountain. work at the Hoop Dee Doo Review? Because this is like one of my, def- other than getting lost and then scarred by Pirates of the Caribbean, this is like, this is the third defining moment. Is that in Fort Wilderness? Where is that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fort yeah, Wilderness? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Fort Wilderness is crazy. 
Fort Wilderness is the Disney owned trailer park. That's where we stayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have they have trailers. You can bring we, in your trailer. We and drove from home. Illinois yeah. in our RV. Yeah, yeah. And so if you have an RV, there's only one official Disney sanctioned RV park, and it's Fort Wilderness. They also have cabins. They have like hiking and stuff, and they have like a weird. They call it like the swimming hole. It's like a weird tiny uh, like hole. Hole for swimming. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a small like water park. They got like three slides or whatever. Uh, the Hoopty Doo Musical Review. Uh, I remember we used to go there to have breakfast before we went to Disney World because that is also the uh, the site where they had the Chippendale pancake breakfast. And the Chippendale pancake breakfast was you go into this giant lodge and they play all these weird like American folk songs and people are dancing around. It's like basically. What is the name of that like really country old like comedy show that was hee haw hee haw? It is like hee haw. It's hee haw, but Disney sanctioned hee haw. Disney sanctioned hee haw. Did you guys talk about that beforehand? <laughs> no, you no, just no, no, no. Hee out of your ass. No, no. no it's the one. I am a student. I am a student of television. <laughs> I am a student of television, Nick. It's basically hee haw, right, right. which makes it that's kind true. of like Jesus, scary that's... and nightmarish, except. Parents that are local in Orlando to always take their kids to that breakfast because it is the cheapest breakfast, the least crowded breakfast, where you get to meet characters. Yeah. Mm. Those character breakfasts, man, they're a big deal. They're very expensive, and they're very hard to get into unless you go to Disney's own trailer park, mm. where they will introduce you to all to the characters. Where Greg Miller got lost and had to stop a bus to get his parents called via a radio. How did you even get to Fort? Like, okay, you were staying there. The story goes that we drove all the way from Illinois. We only stopped you, once, yeah, slept yeah, over. Yeah, we, you, I've never told the story here. No, really? I don't think so. Oh, think so. yeah. Okay, so we drive from <laughs> Illinois in the motorhome to go to Disney World and stay at the Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. But like as a kid, I'm just like, we're going to Disney. I'm in second grade. We're going to Disney World. Yeah. I'm gonna just be at Disney World. You know, what I mean, you don't understand how it's all broken up. So we pull in, we check in, we go in, we park at the s- site. My dad gets out of the truck. We all stretch, and he brings my bike down. He goes, "Why don't you check it out, Gregory?" To which what he, he meant. Ride around the fucking like block of tra- trailers, which I, to me meant go to Disney World. <laughs> so I just fucking go. I'm just gone, and like it's like one of those he things. He just saw a castle on the horizon <laughs> and rode for it. I like Simon <laughs> Belmont. I totally thought I was gonna do, end do, up. Do, 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 <laughs> I thought for sure I'd roll up on the castle and all this other shit and see rides and fucking shit. But no, you just get out and you're just all of a sudden out of the subdivision. I remember I drove by the Hoopty Doo Review and all the yeah. stuff on my bike or whatever. And then I was like, well, I better go home. And then I just went back and like 45 minutes, I have no idea where I am or whatever. And I'm panicking like because you're a dumb second grader panicking. And so what I eventually did is I saw a bus and I jumped off my bike and ran in front of the bus and waved my arms. And then they stopped like, what's wrong? And I just broke down in tears, of course. I'm like, oh, I'm lost. I don't know where to happen. I'm sure everyone on the bus really appreciated it. <laughs> they radioed a, a, a counselor or whatever. I don't know what they call him or whatever. A park ranger who came over in a go-kart or whatever. And then the one guy's like, I'll never forget. He, somebody else came in another park ranger. The bus leaves. It's two park rangers there. And the guy's like, I don't think we can find their parents. And like the 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 woman who turns him is like, Yes, they had to check in to get here, idiot. Like, everyone is, like, it's bro- big brother here. Yeah, well, fine. And they immediately found me and took me back there. Yeah. It really is, like, the like the off-the-grid part of Disney World. Right, like, yeah, yeah, When you're there, you're just kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is like, it's like that town outside of Miracle on the Leftovers. <laughs> that's, that's what Fort Wilderness is to yeah. Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week for 
Sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and toss us a few bucks so you can get every episode early. If you don't have any bucks to toss, no big deal. Remember, we post it topic by topic, day by day, Monday through Thursday over on youtube.com slash kindoffunny. Then on Friday, put up the entire video and the entire audio broadcast. Anthony Carboni. Thanks for having me, guys. You're a national treasure. We love you so much. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. You know, you say that, and then the way you're clapping, I feel like it's very sarcastic. <laughs> like, I'm getting, like, a lot of mixed vibes. Well, we're getting, like, the quack, 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 is where we're going. Ladies and gentlemen, go support him on Patreon. Patreon.com slash acarboni and patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. Thank you. He means DLC. Until next time. I'm Christian Spicer. It's been our pleasure, sir. Quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. Quack, 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 quack.